yeah, I go chill in my man's crib, and there's two little girls, not little girls, college girls, of course, saying, oh, yeah, let's play ride the bus, let's do this, let's do that. And I'm sitting there like, god damn, bro, this shit really is lonely. I'm in a crib full of people right now, listening to some dumb shit. This is lonely as fuck, bro. I got nobody to talk to right now. I'm dealing with little girls trying to play ride the bus. Pause. What the fuck is ride the bus? Why are you 22, 23 playing ride the bus? Come fuck with me. Let me open you an LLC. Let me build your business credit. Seriously, by the way, fucking LLC. C-Corp. It's less tied. Limited liability. What's cooking, everybody? I am joined in the bunker today by my friend Gio Caradonis. I've known Gio since he was five or six years old. If you listen to last week's podcast with Nico Carolitas, Nico's younger brother, Andrew, and Gio grew up together as best friends. So that's how I knew him. And man, life has changed. We are, we are out there doing our things. And Gio has been deep in the music business since he was literally like 18 years old. He's done it under the same company that he started, Active Records, and he's been pretty much exclusively on the marketing and promotion side. Done a nice job there built up a big Rolodex, and now he's actually turning towards the ultimate vision, which was building out a full-blown record company through Active Records. He was always thinking ahead with the records thing. So it was nice to see him in person. Haven't seen him in person in a long time. I get to talk to this guy on the phone once in a while. We text all the time just to kind of – I shouldn't say all the time, but we – throughout the year, we'll check in on each other, see what we're doing. He does a lot of business out in Europe. So again, haven't haven't been around him, but – I love having his energy in here. He is all gas, no brakes, man. What you hear on this podcast, this is what he's always been like. This is how he is. You will agree with some things he says. You will disagree with some things he says, but he is one of the most passionate people you'll ever hear. So I appreciate guys who come in and and give their full-blown opinions on stuff and don't hold back. And he is definitely one of those guys. One other note on this episode. I am recording this intro a couple days before I release this, and I'm about to hit the road and finish my edit probably tonight after I get there. So I'm only a third of the way through the edit. But I know for a fact at some point you will hear the Sonic brand like, and it'll cut from where we are to the end where I say, give it a thought, get back to me. I don't know if that's going to be at like 2.30 or 2.45, whatever it is. I'll, I'll figure that out later. But I'm pretty good at having a biological clock to kind of know where we're at like are we close to three hours that's why i'm very consistent getting a lot of episodes in that two hour 50 to 305 strike zone in this one i totally lost track of it though so we we talked i'm not gonna say how long we talked but it was a very very long time so at some point i will cut it off because there's no way i'd put out a podcast that long and this is also a high energy podcast so to put out the full thing that would be a lot of time to hear this this kind of energy from both of us so when you hear that that's why i don't like doing that but that's my bad i i let it go a little too long so yeah i we'll figure out where that is but that's why you'll hear that now if you haven't used the link in my description and the code Trendifier at checkout with my friends at 8sleep, you may want to consider doing so. 8sleep is a sleep company, <laughs> hence it's right in the name. But they specifically make a mattress product that is also sold as a cover-only product, which very quickly, the semantics of that, mattress, full-blown thing, queen, king, whatever, 
cover is the thing you can use your current mattress and you put the cover on top of the actual mattress whether it's a queen or king and you get access to the same thing which is eight sleeps proprietary tech Technology. Now, their tech is wired into their app that they've created that measures your sleep stages and your body temperature throughout the night and optimizes your sleep for you. I'm not going to go too, too deep into the tech, but it is crazy. I personally use the cover and it works, man. I mean, it, it, it basically takes away all that restlessness you may have during the night. It takes away any grogginess you feel the next morning because you feel like, well, I slept eight hours by the clock, but I feel like I slept five or six. Essentially, you can sleep six hours and felt like you slept slept eight. And this company, I've had a chance to watch them grow since almost day one, pretty close to day one, when Alex Horowitz, my friend who was on number 17 and 18 of this podcast, became their chief of staff. And it's been an amazing thing. They, they believed in their product from day one, and they're winning on that because they are, they are eating the mattress industry right now, and there's a good reason for it. They're also phenomenal to deal with. And while I haven't personally run into one of these examples, if you are a very, very picky sleeper, and you happen to try the product and not like it, this company will fully guarantee a full return and refund inside of 30 days. So you can give it a go, and if for some reason it doesn't work for you, you can send it back. And once again, they are phenomenal to deal with. They are great on the customer service side, so it will be no problem. But if you haven't tried it out yet and you want to get a better night's sleep, use the link in my description and the code TRENDIFIER at checkout, and you will get $100 off either the mattress, the Pod Pro mattress, which is the full-blown mattress, or the Pod Pro cover, which is the cover you put on top. You won't regret it. Anyway, if you're not subscribed, please subscribe. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And if you're on YouTube right now, hit that subscribe button, hit that bell button, and leave a like and comment on the video if you would, please. And I, I hate asking this stuff. This whole segment makes me cringe every week, but I recognize in this business, you do have to ask things of your listeners. So to everyone that's been helping out with any of this stuff I'm saying right now, amazing. If you are somebody who listens on Apple and Spotify and you're never on the YouTube, if you could take a second to subscribe there and just when an episode comes out at some point, just hit it and give it a like, watch it for 30 seconds. But if you give it a like, it is a huge help to get other eyeballs on it. So I haven't asked hard enough for that but if you guys could do that enormous enormous help so thank you to everyone who does if you can just you know when you have a minute that would be amazing to all the people who have been leaving five star reviews with a comment on apple podcast that is also an enormous help it is huge for when new listeners come to the page and are deciding whether or not to give this podcast a try so if you own an iphone and you don't even listen on apple podcast but you have that app because it comes with the phone and you could take a second to go in there and leave a five-star review with a comment on the trend of fire with julian dory page huge huge help and i would really really appreciate it finally with the word of mouth thing i've been working on the last couple of weeks with you guys if you have a friend who listens to podcasts and has not heard this one yet would love it if you picked out your favorite episode or maybe this most recent one and send it to them to see if they'll give it a try and, and give them a chance to, to fall in love with it like hopefully you have. That word of mouth is the best marketing we can do. And to all of you who have already voluntarily taken part in that or listened to me the last few weeks and, and done that, I, I appreciate you very, very much. We're growing this thing and it is in no small thanks to all of you guys. And I will not forget that. That said, you know what it is. I'm Julian Dory. And this is Trendfire. This is one of the great questions in our culture. Where is the nuance? You're giving opinions and calling them facts. Everyone under.
understands this, but few seem to do it. If you don't like the status quo, start asking questions. Is it, are we wrong? Right yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, what I was saying, like, I'd much rather just blast it all the way, lose my hearing now, than just half-ass it all the way through, you feel me? Mm. Rather have my prime years blast it off and then deal with the consequences later. Have, they'll have some crazy science, you know. Just be, like, a, yeah, they exactly. get a new year in like yeah, 30 right. years. No <laughs> right. I can't, dude, if that shit doesn't happen, there's a problem because there's, there's so many things where I'm like, yeah, I'll be able to get a new one. Bro, if they're, if they're putting new eyes in people, bro, and they can see, you're telling me my hearing can't get fixed? That's what I'm saying. Come on, bro. Like, they already have the vibration and all that. It's, it's a wrap. That's what I'm saying. Dude, we already got the Red Bull cracked open. This is going to be yeah, dangerous. Yeah, crack her open. Let's get some honey poured out. We in the move right now. Nico's going to be pissed. Bro, th that's so, like, I have the honey. Because of Nico, I might have been I might have been 14 years old in the basement. Mm -hmm. I'm chilling with him, Andrew, his brother, and mm -hmm. I see him bring down his bottle of Hennessy. That was our drink. Right. So the other, he was in here last week, and we got in, and I started to pour the drinks. And he goes, "Bro, what what are you pouring?" I have the Doers over here. Right. Right. And he's like, "What's that?" I'm like, "Oh, it's Doers." He's like. Where's the Hennessy? He yeah. got upset. Like, he got upset. And I'm like, this is a doer's household right now, right. Nico. When we make it, we'll be a Hennessy household again. Right. So when he walked in with Hennessy at night, I was cracking Unbelievable. up. Unbelievable. Like, I'm, I'm glad he's the one that got it in, got you into it. You of know? course, bro. Since a young... Bro, what I saw Give was... Thanks, bro. What I saw from him was, you know, Nico, he, he's always had that, that OG style to him. You know, I've always admired him about that. And I'll just never forget, you know, that nice glass, some ice cubes in it, some honey on the rocks, chilling, some Jay-Z playing in the background, <laughs> super low, you know? And that really inspired me. You know, I don't think I've ever told him like that, but, you know, here well, it is. Well, you, you did now. Yeah, I just did now, so. We had, and that's, what, that's part of the reason I think we got along so well. We had the same kind of, like, vibes of like doing it the old school way with right. stuff but there are some old school things even though we've learned the new school ways mm -hmm. how you got to go exactly there are some old school things they're not too bad so. just like being an og man yeah. that was the you get you get a little henny out there pour out a good glass of something you wear a nice suit to a podcast like that right thank you brother it's all right it's all right hey cheers brother yes sir to the future to success brody what was that? To the future, the success. To the future and success. I like that. Uh, you know what I was thinking about, though, today? Tell me. The last time I actually saw you. Because, like, we, <sighs> I don't know if you relate to this, but right. because we're so connected now, we don't think about, like, the last time we saw someone Never. physically. Like, you and I actually talk, right? Yep. One of my best friends, I saw him the other day, went to his house. We talk every single day of our lives. And probably 10 minutes after I got there, he was like, Yo, bro, I haven't seen you since like December. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, right, right. That's right, because you kind of forget. But I legit have not seen you since a fateful night in June 2014. Yes. Yeah, there, that's from me. Yeah. Oh, my God. You see, I was never put on <laughs> that. I wish I would. I was never put on to that information, you know? Yeah. You want to tell us? I would love to, but. I think we should go back and forth that, on it. But, <laughs> yeah, to be fair, to be, and by the way, for people listening, not watching, I held up my scar on my shoulder here. So, to be fair, I already had a slightly torn labrum that I'd had since I was a kid. But that night, I, it, whenever I tell this story, too, and people are like, yo, how'd you dislocate your shoulder for the first time? I'm like. I was saying hi to an old friend. You got to leave it out, right? Yeah. And, and, and they're like, they're like, what does that mean? I'm like, 
Honestly, it had to be there. I don't right. know, he was a big guy. Like, right. Like you were you were fucking huge. I was wrestling at the time exactly. Too. Was, and you're yeah. like, yo, what's up, bro? Yeah. Like we start hugging it out, and then boom, my foot goes out. Then I go down, and when I hit the ground, like my shoulder went down to my elbow, oh, right? My and your arm is. If anyone's ever dislocated their shoulder, it's like, it's not painful when it happens. It's fucking weird though, right? right? And my arm's out like this, and I get up, and I'm like, fuck. Right. I'll look at your right away. You were like, yeah. oh, bro. Was that 2014? Because <laughs> yeah, sure. that was the first time I've ever witnessed like real like harm. Like, dude, I really, you know, you went to oh, the dude. hospital that night. Like, I felt accident. so young. How old? Yeah, it was a total. It, it was yeah. it was kind of hysterical. Though, right, too. right. Yeah. It was it was pretty fucking funny. But Nico was not like he's like, bro, you're fine. Just go get some Hennessy. I'll put you on the couch. <laughs> you're fine. And then I pull up my my shirt. And the shoulder blade is like down there. And Nico's like, fuck! Oh my, bro, traumatizing for me, bro. And it's funny because like you said, we've been so connected on the internet that I didn't think about that till today. Yeah. When I was like, damn, when did I last see him? And then I'm like, oh my God, bro. That's fucking nutty, bro. <laughs> yeah, how old, how old were you? Because you're like, it, three, I wasn't, four years it wasn't 24. It had to be a year before. No, it was 2014. Was it? Yep. 15, 16. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but. Uh, to be fair, the scar, that was the second time it happened. Was I the first time or the yeah, second yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, you were the first time. Oh, ah, okay. You were okay. the one that popped the cherry there. Right, because I was but, about to say, bro, yeah. that's some, that's a, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, don't take that the wrong way. Thank but you. Either way. Pause. That was a, uh, that was like one surgery and it, I, I did it a year and a half later and it worked great, like phenomenal. I got my life back. I was deadlifting, right. squatting, boxing like a motherfucker. And then I had a really bad accident june 2018 and i dislocated it again and that time they had to go in and do this okay. and the doc who did that did an unbelievable job but that was like the second time was very depressing the first time I was like all right let's get after it right. then you do the whole thing you get this normal life that i had never had because i always had a torn labrum right mm -hmm. so it was never normal and then once i got fixed i was like holy fuck it's a new lease on life right and then you heard it again and you're like oh fuck right. you know but hey we're all good now that's so. beautiful man so that's no beautiful. complaints yes sir but dude it's 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 good to catch up like actually in person with people after a long time and i watch what you do i mean you've been in the music game for what like five years since i was 10 well yeah but like professionally in the game game yeah we'll say six five six years that's what i'm saying it. yeah either way 2015 long, around there it's a long time because you're mm -hmm. what 24 25 no 23 you're, 20, you're still 23, 23 bro. Holy yeah, shit, you're yeah. a baby. Uh, Jesus bro, Christ. That's what they say. Dude, yeah. that's what they say. It's actually growing up, I used to think that it was a good thing. You know, I'd get into places. I could be in certain circles that other people couldn't just because of my appearance. But now as I get older, you know, when people are trying to ask if my brother's my son, you know, different. <laughs> you know, I'm out with my mother. They say, oh, is this your husband? You know, it starts to get a little weird after a while, you know? And it's just like... I kind of wish I was younger, man. You know, it's crazy to think about. You have you have like a really interesting look because in a way, like you have a baby face, mm -hmm. which is a good thing, but then you don't. You right. have like a, I've seen six wars and I've literally, well, I've been around. It's because I know? have, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's yeah. something, it's something yeah. that I, I take pride in that, you know, as a young kid, like we just told us with Nico, that, you know, it's like I used yeah. to love breaking bread with the old heads, you know what yeah. I mean? Because what I did growing up was... You know, I like I would learn from the evils that the game has in it. You know, I would learn the mistakes. I would learn all all these things. Like, cause somebody like me, I focus on I focus on the negatives. I focus on the faults. That's how I learn my lesson. You know, so what I do is 
breaking bread with the old heads like it just gave me that it gave me that vibe you know i've seen things at a younger age it gave me that that mentality that fearlessness you know that beast in me and that's kind of what just took over my body but my face remains the same like you said so yeah, yeah. With, with the goatee and everything right. and the swag but yeah right and to be fair though like the old heads you're talking about you're, you're talking about i mean you're greek greeks right. I, I mean i grew up in that with nico like right. you guys all stick together it's a beautiful thing exactly as and, you should yeah exactly right and we don't put enough emphasis on that because it's not like this over tribal thing where fuck everyone else it's no. just like yo we remember our roots and, and what we're about it's right. like a beautiful thing that's how it's supposed to be you're yes. supposed to conduct business conduct secrets and do things within your culture what do you mean conduct secrets? Just your everyday conduction, you know, everything that you're doing every day, all of the business, all of your, you know, family values, family rules. Mm. You don't spread you don't spread the 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 things that I I abide by. I don't spread that with anybody, you know, like unless yeah. you're coming and joining, you know, the circle unless you want to know. So that's I believe very strongly in that. Always stick within your circle, always stick to your culture. And when you're talking about the old heads, though, you're, you're talking about a lot of guys, none of them were in the music business. No, none of them. None of them. None of them. You know, but you're learning a lot of those values that you then take to this business, which, to be fair, the music business, in addition to being a cutthroat fucking place, is a very different kind of business. You know, it's not like anything else. And right. you could say that about a lot of things, but especially in music, because there's also star power. Right. I mean, you know... You've forgotten more in the last five minutes than I've known in my whole life. And even I know that, like, yo, this is some, some wild shit. Right. But you seem to have taken, like, a lot of the things, like, maybe that, like, a Spiro teaches you and whatever, that you're like, oh, I can relate that to working with this artist and doing this. That's thing. the thing, man. That, learning from, you know, from the Spiros, my fathers, Astathis, you know, all the OGs in the church. The church has its own community itself. My dad's best friends are lawyers. They're heart surgeons. You know what I mean? That's coming from the community, the culture, you mm. know? They're willing to give that to their own culture, you know? And, like, being a boss, bro, that can be applied to any industry. Yeah. Being an OG, being a boss, elevating the people around you, you know? Everybody's out to get it and not elevate the ones around them. Everybody wants their own kingdom and everyone under them, you know? But something I learned from these old heads was everyone needs their own kingdom, you know? Mm. Bring, I'm going to bring you up to say... But I'm giving you your own kingdom. You can take my game and fly off if you want, you know? Do your own thing. But that's one of the most important things I've learned from the old head. So it doesn't matter what business you're in. Music, art, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Being a boss has no limits. I like that. Definitely. I think that's such a... I don't know the word I'm looking for because I don't want to just boil it down to like Greek or whatever. But it, it's this kind of – it's that true immigrant chasing the American dream value while maintaining those roots like we talked about right. because there's something to it. And again, I've seen it throughout my life, so I feel like I understand it very well. Like my dad was the lawyer there for a long time with all the Pats guys and everything, mm -hmm. and, and he would always say it too. It, there's just this thing that it's – I don't know. I, I can't do it justice with words, but it's this understanding that like once you make what what you deem to be like, hey, I have a great life. I have a great family. My priorities are in order. I get to enjoy the fine things. I also, you know, I don't feel like an asshole. I'm just kind of mm -hmm. living my life and, and, I'm, and I'm happy. Once they have that, there's an extent to which they want everyone else to go get that, right? right. And then they, they want you to use your words, to be able to fly off and go out on your own and get the same thing and then be able to pass down that legacy. Right. And I agree with that 100%. Because there's nothing, there's nothing good and just... Be 
Okay, let me ask you something. You go on a vacation, right? You got a hundred thou on you, right? You got five of your boys with you. Okay, cool. You're putting on everybody. You guys are out here. And then what happens? You all go home and they're in the same position, right? Imagine you go on a vacation now and everybody's got a hundred thousand. Imagine you got five bosses with you, not five homies with you, you know? Yeah. That's just something I always think about. And that is the biggest thing in the Greek culture, bro, in my opinion. It's just elevating everybody. You know, Spira, like you said, has done a great job with things like that, where I've learned that when you take different, the restaurant business, right? Why would you buy product from somebody else when you could be the one distributing the product yourself? Mm, and now yeah. your places are getting it for the low or for free, you know, and you're collecting a profit on top, you know, that's something also that I've applied like in music. Like, why would I pay for a studio when I could build my own studio? Now, my brother doesn't have to pay for studios. I don't have to pay for studios, but I get paid on studios, right? Yeah. Same thing with, with merchandise, just say. Why would, why would you buy from someone merchandise when you can create your own, you know? And now by you creating your own, you're also selling other people's merchandise. You're collecting like clients, you know? Everything's free at the end of the day, and everything's in your pocket. You know, so the number one thing I've learned from the Greek community, because we're still talking, was ownership. You need ownership. There's a lot of directions to go with different things you said. I, I want to start with the part about if you have five buddies on vacation, you all have, have 100,000 versus just you having it. Right. It's interesting because that takes away any aura of like wanting to be a control freak on stuff right because right. let's be honest there are a lot of people i worked in the money game mm -hmm. i know what this is there are a lot of people who love that feeling of people have to rely on them to right. survive it's like a power thing and it it often ends up bad it's for disgusting them. yeah it's it's disgusting it, i agree it, it's look a lot of it's out of insecurities and a lot of it is out of just being completely lacking all self-awareness i think but when you're taught, when you're using words like trying to be a boss and then why well, pay for other people's shit to get my own studio, bringing it back to that, I think it's important to have that foundation that you do of like, hey, I want everyone to win here. Mm -hmm. Because let's face facts here. When you're talking about record labels, especially today, and I know like there's been a lot of years of doing a lot of other things that built to this. And we'll, we'll get to your actual mm -hmm, label mm -hmm. later and because and, I want to talk about that on its own. But like the idea of like a label. We're in this like quote unquote decentralized world where people can go, you know, they, they can go, artists can put their own shit out and Direct stuff. the consumer. Yes, exactly. Now, there's still all kinds of barriers. Mm -hmm. There's still when you're not putting money behind stuff, you know this. Always like, put your own money up, by the way. Actually, sidebar, what do you mean by that? You're not a boss if you don't put up your own money. If you're hiding behind other people's money, what, you're, you're just saying a front. on yourself. Hey, yeah put up your own bread yeah that's it yeah. yeah and then i think to an extent there gets to a place once you've done that i agree with that mm -hmm. like especially when you're starting out do that put yourself out there show your show that you're committed you have right. skin in the game right then once you get to a point there is kind of this barrier to entry there's a reason that taylor gets 50 to 80 million behind every single album she puts out you know versus the person who's making it indie and you know has been at it for five years putting their own money right. behind it and then only gets a little bit of money behind it from the outside right so mm -hmm. money is important but i think that 
if you're building it from the extent that the people you bring through there, and let's even keep it one-dimensional, let's say the artists you bring through there, because eventually you know you want to have a lot of outside people. You want to be an A&R and scout town mm-hmm. and find it, bring it in. You're bringing them in to be a part of the family so that they can earn through that. They can be a part of this crest, this active right. records crest. Right. And then you're not going to be the guy that actually puts it out there like, oh, like I fucking own you. No. Because that's not what you want. Bro, I don't, I don't want employees, bro. I'm mm. a partner's. I like that. Everybody's a partner. Like I said, bro, I want you to build your own kingdom. Like, I want that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want, why would you, how, dude, you don't, there's no respect for someone that works for you. You have no respect. Like, bro, you you might show respect, but deep down at the end of the day, if you can't make somebody a partner, if you can't put someone in position, bro, you have no respect for them as a human being. You have respect for them as your employee because they make good work for you and they might put you on, but if you're not a partner with me, I just don't want you. If you're not trying to be a boss, I don't want you. What's the point? You know what I mean? I think that you have that true entrepreneurial mindset. And I think it's on steroids. I think it's on HGH. I think it's swimming through your veins. And I've seen this a lot. And there's a lot of aspects of it because I, I have that mindset. And there's a lot of, it's different for different people, but there's a lot of our mindsets that do come together. I have a lot of trouble when I see people, especially people who secretly or on the low key are great at something and they don't show the world that mm-hmm. I can't comprehend it. I learn to just kind of like, you know what? I can't want it more for them. So I go my own way. But I can't, you know what I mean? I can't get in their head about that. It's not possible, bro. It's not possible to get in their head about that. I believe yeah. Yeah. there's no way. Like the person that you just explained right now. I believe there's three types of people in this world, right? The the one, the person that knows and does. The person mm. that doesn't know and just doesn't do. And the third, which is the worst one, is what you just explained, is the person that knows but doesn't do. That is the worst possible thing. That just means you're afraid. You're not fearless. You're not a boss. You're pussy at the end of the day. If they, so I, and I would separate that final group into two types. Okay. Because I've seen this. Okay. And it's where, and this is what I mean when I'm talking about your entrepreneurial mindset, because I struggle with the same thing. I have to pull myself back sometimes and say, hey, this person wants other things, mm-hmm. right? The people you're talking about who are afraid to do it, and it's, look, it's tough. Everyone has a different experience, a different life. And look, at the end of the day, you have to make your decisions. You, you can't, the, there's things to hang excuses on, but eventually, like, if you want something, and this is one of those two types. If you actually do want it and you don't go get it for whatever reason, that's on you. And it's hard for me to comprehend that. And I prove that through what I do here and what I gave up to do it. Right. The second type of those, though, and I've seen this, are the people who are great at those things, but they're happy in their life. They're happy with another thing and I don't, they don't want it. I don't even get it. I don't even, bro, <laughs> I don't, I don't, you have to re-say it, bro. That doesn't even process, like, I have no idea what you just said. I'll give you an example. Answer. I'll give you an example. Yeah. I, won't, I won't say his name. Very good friend of mine. Okay. One of the smartest people I've ever known. One of the best people with, pe- no, excuse me, the best person with people I have ever seen in my life. Incredible. And it always did. The best I've ever seen with women, like, beyond what you could even comprehend like just incredible as as a guy all the way around he does well he's got he's got a great life he makes good money for himself and whatever he does not i always said like if you want to be steve jobs like the next steve jobs you can do it that's not what he wants and yet he makes a lot of money he provides right he's not 
doing something in public. He's not doing something that's going to make him the boss or whatever. But like, he's got he's he always has so much happiness to him, and he hasn't had an easy life either. He's had he's had a lot of bad shit happen to him. Well, that should make him go harder. Why is he not going harder? It's not <laughs> no know? no. But that's the thing. That's yeah. my point. He's going hard, not at maybe the things he's the best at. He he goes very he works very hard, but he works hard at something that makes him happy. That's not like something that's. As an extreme example, if someone's an unbelievable singer, right? Like that's a once one in a million type person or one in a hundred thousand type person if they're like Whitney or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whereas I'm not talking about that. He works hard at like something that other people maybe could do. More people could do than that. Mm -hmm. But he's happy and he likes that life and he enjoys it and he's been doing it for a very long time. And I think he has a lot more perspective on the world. So I people like that, I get. The people that come in and, and say like, I want to do this thing. I want to be the best at this. Like, I love stay on music, just as mm -hmm. a simple example. I love fucking being a rapper, and I think I'm fucking amazing at it. But then, you know, they don't, they don't put out their songs. They don't go into the studio. Right. They, they go out on Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays, and it's not business related. They don't stop everything. And, and, and like, I'll, I'll say this, too. We've talked about it on the podcast, so I feel more comfortable saying it. But, like, you know, I gave up everything to do this. And hopefully I'm right, but you I feel, right. I, thank you. I, I feel like this is what I'm meant to do and I can build something here. It will take time and it will suck for a long time. But I threw away a fuck ton of money right. for our age, especially to go do this because I was like, okay, I was doing something that other people could do. Number one. And number two, I was doing something I didn't like. And number three, I wanted this. Right. And so I went and got it. Right. Those are the people that I do want to surround myself with. It just makes me very sad when people, when people want that, but they don't do those things. But well, why does it make you sad? Because the world will never get to see what they're really about. It wasn't meant to see what they're about. When you break it down, you know what I'm saying? Like ha, that. Like I, I completely understand that situation with your man's and this and that. But at the end of the day, is he making over a hundred a year? Over a hundred? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, but no, 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 that's not, it's not, yeah, okay, but it's yeah, okay for what I yeah. was just going to say, you know what I'm saying? But what happens, what, everybody's got their ups and downs, right? Yes. Everybody can be replaced. What happens when you get replaced and you don't have that hunter? And then you, you got you to gotta settle for something else because your bills are so high. Mm. And then your mother, your sister, your father, your brother, they get a, they come up with some crazy disease, knock on wood. They need help now. They need treatments. They need medicine. What happens when you're trying to, when, when eventually you turn 40 in 10 years and you're like, damn, bro, I have four children right now. I don't got that hundred a year no more. What happens when those things happen? You know what I'm saying? So something I always focus on is like, you can't, what if these things happen to me? You know, everyone's happy until something like that happens to you, you know, and I've heard that argument before the, the, yeah, some people are just happy doing this, some people, yeah, blah, blah, but what happens when that happens? Everybody's fucked. You're not happy no more. You're sad. You know what I mean? So I totally respect that. But in my world, in my, like, I can't even fathom that. I can't even fathom. I, all good. I don't want to get it's all good. I don't want to get upset Dude, right now. You know, I get going. a little I get a little passionate about passionate. these things and it's like don't stop. it just keep really going. hurts me, you know? Cuz you even said like you had to take a step back and think about it, right? So so why is your man's not taking a step back and thinking about it? But there's also another thing that you got to think about is not everyone has a vision. 
You know, mm. you have trend of fire. You know what you want to do. I got. I know what I want. I have my record label. I have active records. Like I know what I want to do. And because we have that soul vision, you can now grow off of it. Like now, like I said, I can get on and put my man's on to my merchandise business, you know, and have them printing shirts like some of my boys do. And they're out there pumping shit. Pause. But, you know, and it's like, I can do that. When you're, who, who, all right, you got that job for a hundred grand a year, right? Can your son, can you give your son a job tomorrow? Can you wake up and say, son, come on, you're coming to work? No, you can't do that. Do, do you own any stock in that company? What happens when you go? Who are you giving it to? What's what's your son got? You know what I'm saying? At a hundred grand a year, which I'm not, we're not talking about man specifically now. We're talking generally. Yeah. At a hundred grand a year, you're not, dude. Unless you're the most financial savvy motherfucker, bro, you're not getting a bunch of real estate and opening up your own shops and restaurants and whatever you want to do. You know, you're not doing that. You're not, you're not going on illustrious vacation, bro. Could you having a boss to me is like having somebody call, daddy. Can I take off of work for two weeks, daddy? You know? Daddy, uh, my stomach hurts today. Can I go home? I'm sick, daddy. You know what I'm saying? And that's cool. That's cool to me for the older generations, you know? Because they didn't come up like we came up. We have the internet at our hands. We have phones that everything I do is off my phone, bro. I don't have to leave my crib. Obviously, I do. But I don't have to when you break it down, you know? It, there's no such thing as asking, hey, daddy, can I go on a vacation for two fucking weeks? <laughs> is, do these two weeks work out with you or do we have some shit going on? And that's the shit that bothers me. It's like, how could you, you know? And then, and then what about your children, you know? And 20 years, bro, in 20 years, if you are not running your own shit, I can just imagine what's about to go down in 20 years, bro. How come every time... All right, I'm going a bit off topic, but how come every time I walk into a school, it looks like a courthouse? Why does it look like a jail, you know? Why is everybody sitting at desks? Why are we taught from a young age that night we go to school from... Fuck, bro. We wake up earlier for school than you wake up for a nine to five. Why am I waking up at six o'clock and going into school at seven and leaving at two, three, whatever time it is? Why are you programming us to do that shit from a young age? Why am I learning in school about fucking chemistry, bro? What is chemistry, bro? Who is, I don't even, like, who is, bro, what is geometry, dude? When if you, like, I don't know. What, are we using geometry here? You, <laughs> I don't, like, are we literally... Like, are we reading Edgar Allan Poe's here and shit? I know none of... Dude, no one I know has read a book in, in 10 years, bro. No one I know. Really? Except for probably me, dude. I, I read I every say, day. I was say, you read all the time. Every day. Every single day for two, three hours a And day. don't you think that's pretty good, though? Of course, bro. Yeah. That's why I know what I know. Yeah. And breaking bread with the old heads, reading, and just being a fucking boss, bro. Just being an OG, dude. Trying to install this shit into people's heads. Like like I said, why are we taught from, from age kindergarten that we have to sit in a place for eight hours? Desk style, corporate style, bro. Yeah. Corporate style. Raising my hand to ask a question. I get suspended if, if I'm late. Are you kidding me, bro? I'm going to get suspended if I'm late? Does that make sense? Not one time, three, four, five yeah. times, whatever. But, bro, you just, at that point, just fire me from school. Kick me out so I can at least <laughs> learn that. Yeah, daddy, fire me. Pause. But wow. it's like. Brett, look, I'm not surprised at all. I talked to you. I know you're passionate. Like, bro, you, I'm you, mad, you, bro. Dude, you brought. I'm mad. You brought the heat. But I'm pissed. There's like, 
you just brought in the school thing. Right. I do not want to forget that because yeah. that that's we're gonna get to that like in a second. I, I would love to get whenever, bro. The thing before that though that what you was said, that? where you were talking about like where you were walking through. I can't fathom the idea of not owning my shit. Therefore, when I go, like, what happens? Or you even said, like, can I give my son a job in this? Okay, well, it's not fucking mine or anything. Right. This is maybe I I can't believe I never thought of this. I, I really the this is a, a eureka moment mm-hmm. for me. Which yeah, I would. Nico taught me all about eureka on the last episode, so I'm laughing about that. But mm-hmm. it's another eureka moment for me because I've been around Nico, and then I've been around you guys and and all you goddamn greeks for so long like since i was three or four years old and everyone's successful and they and and the generation right above us like you know spiro's generation everything they all they all came here mm-hmm. right but my and, dad jumped and, off and a boat exactly you know like, what i'm saying and now he he owns a soccer team in greece and is the vice president and that's the fuck am i gonna look up to now vice presidency bro and you know what i'm saying and that's the thing i never put this together but they know what it's like to not have anything they know what it's like to have like governments fail to be mm-hmm. conquered. It mm-hmm. is passed dictatorship, down. Yes, bro. dictatorship. Is, literally, it is, it is passed down generation to generation. Mm-hmm. And they come here, and they're recent. Many of them to come here, right? It's not like they, you know, plenty of Greeks came here on Ellis right. Island and stuff. But I'm saying, like, they're Greeks is that's a community in Europe that largely a lot of them have have been immigrating here in the last like. 30 40 years right Mm -hmm. they came here and they're like we can't do any of this shit in our home but we can come to america because in america anything's possible that dream is there right and so they come here and they say yo i'm gonna be happy but i'm gonna get my moolah i'm gonna have my fucking family and i'm gonna own what i do because you know what in america they can't take it from you right and that mentality has been beaten into you. Right. And so I, I respect the fuck out of that. And am, am I right about that? A hundred percent. You're right. Okay. A hundred percent. Let's get to the like school these, point. So though. the school. Okay. Okay. This, this is what I want to do. Ask and me. if you have other thoughts, like we'll, we'll tell get me, back tell to me. that. I just don't want to miss this because it's directly related to the point about owning what you have. Right. With school, you said we're programmed. Bro, programmed. Yeah, why do you say this? You, let's Expand spell it out that. for everybody. I, honestly, I don't even know how to spell it. <laughs> no, I'm playing. But w- the issue with that is from how old are you in kindergarten? Four, five? Something like from that. From five years old up to what's college? 22, 23? Something like that. From yeah. five to 22, we'll say you are programmed to sit at a desk for the exact nine to five hours that anybody else would sit at. You're programmed to raise your hand for shit. You're programmed to not be allowed to go to the bathroom. I went to a Catholic school. Could you imagine, you know, them coming and say, oh, yeah, you got to sign this paper to go out. You have to ask to. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine that, bro? No. Could you, like, could you imagine having a teacher tell you that you're not shit because you're not listening to her literature class? You know what I'm saying? Could you imagine having to sit there behind a fucking desk for eight hours a day and then and then going through high school, going through college and say, fuck, I've been sitting at a desk for eight hours a day my whole life. How am I going to change this? Look, school programs us for two things. School says you either sit, sit here for eight hours a day, learn about some bullshit Go to college, learn about more bullshit. It's not bullshit, but you know, you can learn, but then you either take that route or you take the route of an athlete. 
School literally teaches you, bro, you either go corporate and sit your ass at a desk for 50 fucking years, or you become an athlete, which the margins are very, very thin. That is so rare to become a professional athlete. Mm -hmm. It is so rare, and people don't even realize it. It is so rare. So they're teaching us two things. Either become an athlete, spend all your time on the field all day, say fuck school, but by the time college comes, you might get in on an athlete thing, but if it doesn't, you're just fucked because you're dumb as shit. You've been just focused on football your whole life or basketball, and now you're not making it so now you're you're wasting more years going to prep leagues or going to other schools and then going to college one day when you're 22 and then you're fucked you got no money you're 26 years old in college run it back now then you got the kids that you'll sit at a desk all your life high school middle school i mean high school college you come out your shit all right another thing how come i can't go to a bank okay and get a fat ass loan for my business that I have a business plan for, that I have a resume for. I, my, my credit, bro, I have a 760 credit score. Literally, 10 cards. I'm working on my 11th. It's like I got credit lines. I got, And you're telling me because my business is fairly new, you know, registered mm -hmm. in that, I can't get a business loan for 20 grand, 30 grand, 40. You but view you, it all as tied together. Yes. But then you got a kid who can get a student fucking loan. For 150000 over four years, not have a single mm. job, and they expect them to pay it after four years. But me, a guy who has literally ran through hundreds of thousands of dollars, can't get a loan from the bank, you know, just to match my bread up or anything. Bro, I even went in there. I have a good relationship with the business account lady and shit. I went in there with thirty grand and said, give me thirty. I got thirty right here. Give me another thirty. I need sixty in total. And you know what she said to me? Sorry, we can't do that. We need, we need real collateral. We need to have... How the fuck do you expect me to start a business, bro? Literally. Yeah. So then I realized after that day is you got to put your own bread up. You got to be a boss. You mm. got to just put your own bread up and say, fuck everybody. Because at the end of the day, look what they're programming us through school. Look what they're programming us through all this bullshit. So now what? Because what happened, bro? I'm sorry. Right. What happens <laughs> no, when... This is what great. happens when... <sighs> A less fortunate individual whose family has tried putting them through college, you know, putting them through school, we're getting blah, blah, immigrant, fat, whatever. They get hit with all these loans at the end. And now they're fighting all these years after to pay it off, bro, because their parents or anybody was too fucking stupid to realize, bro, this ain't the route. Bro, we got people. Bro, tell me something. Why are you spending the first two years of college learning general shit? Why don't they teach us real estate in high school? Why don't they give us debate teams? My school didn't have, I went to a, bro, my school was 12 grand a year or something, high school. We had no fucking debate team. You kidding me? No debate team, bro. Why are we taught to be politicians? Why aren't we taught to write laws? Why aren't we taught to own businesses? Why they are we taught to sit out of desk? Do they don't want you to do those things. That's why I'm pissed the fuck off all the time, bro. I'm always pissed because they took my own people, bro. They took my own people all these years of my life preaching this shit, doing all this shit. And my own people are taken from the system. My own friends, bro. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I just have this passion in me, this fire to just eat them up, dude. To just build kingdoms. Give everybody a kingdom. Put everybody on. Because that is disgusting, bro. It is disgusting that they do that shit to me. And nobody cares. Everybody's worried about fucking COVID or, or some, some bullshit always going on in the world. All this, all this distraction, bro. All this media distraction. Bro, if you're a consumer, okay? I, fuck, I'm not even going to say what I think. But if you just know that I don't fuck with you in a, in a certain way, you know, with the way you're putting on everybody else, the things that you're putting other people. I had... Wait, do, wait, who? 
consumer? Uh, consumers, yes. Consumers. Okay, so people, people that don't create okay, something. People that don't got an yeah. opinion. People that just sit there and chatty patty the fuck out of themselves. Just spread gossip and negativity and bullshit. People always in your business. Mm. People just sit in there. You know what I'm saying? Say, oh, look at this. What, what can we come up with about this? Shit like that. That is programming. That is programming. I cannot remember a time in my life where I have seen something good and had something bad to say about it. Unless I just don't fuck with you. Unless you're just my enemy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So how do you have all these people, bro? Like, how can you look at what I do? Like certain things about what I do and certain things about what I say. And not follow it. How can you not call me? Why do, why do people... Like, how could you just be watching something online? How could you... How could you take a... Like, how could you take a day off? You're trying to build something massive in your fucking, mm -hmm. you know, well, how, how are we taking days off here? How are people taking days off on the weekends and shit? How are people doing recreational activities in, in their 20s? How the fuck does that happen, bro? Why are we, it's just, it's pure and no one spreading the game is what's pissing me off, bro. Everybody wants their own kingdom. Everybody doesn't want people to know what they're doing. Why are we like They're being quiet about it? Quiet about mm -hmm. it, everybody. Why are you doing something massive for the world and not fucking talking about it and bringing on interns and bringing on a bunch of people and having a big business for yourself? I think and shit? a lot of I think there are plenty of people who do. It's just Pl yeah, not everyone does it. Bro, I'm yeah. talking about New Jersey, bro. I don't know New York. <laughs> I don't know Delaware. I'm talking about New Jersey. Where the fuck is what's his name? The who's from Bruce Springsteen? Yeah, he's from Jersey, right? Yeah. Where the fuck's his music factory? Where's his music factory? Who's he with now? I don't know. He lives in Jersey, bro. But Where? he's always been signed to a label. Like he was. No, it doesn't matter. He's he's the voice of America. Yeah. He Bon Jovi. You are the voice of America. He's I hope a he hears this shit. Too. He's a businessman. Yeah, too. And bro, a businessman who's not sharing shit, bro. You're mm -hmm. one of the biggest singers of all time in American history. When people think of America, what's that song he's got? The fucking the American song. Who, the, Bruce Springsteen. Born Bruce Springsteen. In the I USA? said Bon Jovi. Sorry, Bruce well, Springsteen. No, both born of in them the, are Jersey guys. Whatever. But. Yeah. but both of them. Yeah. Okay, fine. Both of them. Where are their music factories? Where are their music schools? Where are their business development schools? Where are their where are these things for their community, bro? Why are people getting on and leaving? Why are you not building people around you? Why the fuck do I gotta wake up every day and deal with losers in my area of where I live? Why do I have to look at bullshit every day? Why is no one trying to take that next step? Everybody's so consumed by this public opinion. Uh, I don't want to do this because what's he going to say? For, oh, I don't want blah. First off, bro, if you're worried about any's opinion, first off, you get no pussy and you got nothing going on in your life. Straight up. Dude, straight up, bro. You got something going on, bro. Another thing. Why, why are you not just listening? Take advice. The closest mm. people I know... Not including my immediate family because they already know the vibes, bro. I learned this shit from them. Why are why are you getting upset when someone tries to put you on? Why are you not understanding the science behind this shit? You know? Hey, hey, cheers so far, by the way. This is... Uh, Thank you. You're bringing the heat. I like it. Bro, this is every day for me, bro. Yeah. And sure, it might be good. And I don't think I'm pissed all the time. I'm only pissed because I'm trying to prove a point here. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But, you know, sometimes it gets hard, bro. And I've realized what they say by it's lonely at the top. Not I'm not at the top, but I understand that now. Yeah. I used to think it was when I was younger, you know, an insecure young bull, more immature. 
I used to think what they were saying was, it's once you make it, you got bread, no one's fucking with you, no one's there. False. False. What I've realized is, once I broke that fucking matrix, once I really got super deep in my shit, I realized that nobody around me, excluding my immediate family, thinks like me. Yes. Not a single person. So I could be chilling with you. Yeah, I go chill in my man's crib, and there's two little girls, not little girls, college girls, of course, saying, oh, yeah, let's play ride the bus. Let's do this. Let's do that. And I'm sitting there like, God damn, bro, this shit really is lonely. I'm in a crib full of people right now. Listen to some dumb shit. This is lonely as fuck, bro. I got nobody to talk to right now. I'm dealing with little girls trying to play ride the bus. Pause. What the fuck is ride the bus? Why are you 22, 23 playing ride the bus? Come fuck with me. Let me open you an LLC. Let me build your business credit. Seriously. By the way, fucking LLC. C Corp. It's less tied. Limited Ooh, liability. Let's run C. Anyway, why, like, how could you, what drives me crazy, Join, is how could you not kill for this? I'm willing to die for this. I am willing to die, bro. When you for say, my cause. When, when you say that, though. Yes. I believe you. I don't mean literally. No, 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 no. I, I believe you in the sense that, like, it's not like I'm going to go jump off the bridge right now to prove I want to do this. I, I know mm -hmm. that. I, I don't need to take it completely right. literally. But I believe you in the sense that you look at it like, all right, I've done some great things so far, but now I'm doing my thing, right? Now right. I'm going to go build, I'm taking all the Rolodex I've built up and the money I've made to now roll it into actually making Active Records, Active Records. Everything's been my thing since the rip, by the way. I've never taken yes. a dollar from anybody. Yes, but I'm saying like, this is going to be the thing where it's not like you're doing all... All right, I'm gonna go make this deal happen. I'm gonna make that deal happen, and you kind of—it's like one-offs, right? You—you you have made a great fucking early career when you were 18 years old, doing one-offs and being able to then get yourself to bigger and bigger people and make connections. Now you're talking about building a foundation where it's not one-offs, right? You're—you're you're coming in and you're doing the whole kit and caboodle here, and it's like to you, you don't want to be the guy who's like, okay. I'm going to be in here and just be the boss for the sake of being the boss. Rather, you want to be a guy who's like, I'm going to build something here because I don't understand why everyone else doesn't want to do this and bring people with them and let them fucking do it too. It right. goes right back to what we were talking about at the very right. beginning. So the thing that you said with the one-offs. So as, as a young boy, I wasn't thinking this is a one-off, this is a one-off. The whole time, my business and my brand is myself. So it might yes. look like a one-off yes. to you, but it's really not. It's really been building this foundation since 18 years old, you know? Yeah, the let, me, foundation let, me, let, me, let me restate that for right. you, too, because, you know what? I fucked that up. That's my bad. It's all good. When I'm saying like a one-off, I'm saying there's a huge difference that you've now built your name to be able to get yourself to this position. There's a huge difference between, yo, I just signed this artist to my label. We're going to be partners now for the next 10 years versus, yo... I have learned that I like to fuck with these guys over here and they now like me too and we're doing some business back and forth. Whereas technically, even though they're not going to do this, they could be like, yo, we're, we're I'm out of here. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Exactly, bro. Especially in the point where I'm at, I'm not looking to sign exactly an artist and just have him under me. Yes. I'm not like, I'm not signing a single artist right now until I'm in the position to give them their own record label. 
Mm. That is the only time I'm signing on. I'm not signing no fuck boys, no young bulls. They got to be young, but I'm saying no young bulls, young bull minded. Uh, on top of that, if you're not just a G, like if you're, you don't even got to come into me as an OG, dude. You got to just come up to me ready to learn. You got to come up to me correct, you know? If you want this and I see you're dying for this, I'll give it to you. Because me growing up, I had to go get everything, bro. I, dude, you know, like you said, you know Greek people, right? So you know also that no young bulls are sitting in on conversations with the old heads. It just doesn't happen. It's the not. You know what does happen though? What? I'll, I'll give this some credit because mm -hmm. I agree with you. I didn't. You know, I, I shouldn't say I totally agree with you because I did see some of that in my immediate examples with Nico and Andrew. But yes, by and large, I understand what you're saying. Like a lot of the other guys I was around, yeah, I didn't see any of that. So mm -hmm. I, I agree. However, there was also the aspect that like they're all trying to want to make sure I say this right. They are all trying to go make their own name too, you know, and do it like in a new era, the second generation or whatever. You have found a way to morph taking those ideas and putting it into the generation you're doing. I think right. there's a little bit of a wall there for a lot of them where they're like, all right, no, we, we kind of got to draw the line and we'll figure it out ourselves. Mm -hmm. I, I get that. You, I think well, I think you have a better perspective on it, though. A hundred percent. So what the thing with that too is, I've realized that it's not about people that are my age. It's not about people that are older than me. It's about the next generation under you. What's gonna happen when you hit that forty-year-old peak right there? Of you know, when you're ready to take that next step into the next chapter of your life at forty, just say, and and you're out of the loop. Brother, come on, bro. Admit that there's nothing worse than like, oh, dude, look at that old head. Yeah. Look at that dude, bro. He don't know shit. You know, they're playing some dumbass music. They got some some shit like just dumb. Like, oh, you're just that old head. There's nothing worse than that. But I know old heads that keep the young bulls with them who let them generate their businesses for them, come up with new ideas, come up with the overall vision. And these are the old heads that succeed. The old heads to put the young bulls in position. If you don't put a young bull in position and you're putting someone your age in position, it's a dub. Think about this, right? The technology from, from 1900 to 2000, right? That 100 years of technological development happened within the years of 2000 and 2010. That 100 years that it took to find some shit we found in these 10 years. Less. Yes. 90 years less than the original hunter. No, but it's even less. Yeah, whatever. But yeah. now it's no, definitely exactly now right. it's definitely yes. less. Yeah. So imagine by the time we're forty years old, new shit's gonna be coming out every day. If you're not keeping up with the, the exact current shit, yeah. you're a dub. It's over. You know what I mean? So that's a big thing I stress too: is surround yourself with young people. Learn. Let them learn as you learn. You know. I say something. And I've been saying it a lot recently, just with different things I've been involved with because we're trying to keep the bar on where things are right right <clears throat> and i say this a lot and people my age and people older than me like get pissed off but i will die on this hill when it comes to things in culture and use cases of things if you are above the age of 25 i do not give one fuck what you think right unless you are somebody who has demonstrated that you are thinking like the people below the age of 25 and you are getting in their heads and also understanding what's happening Agreed. in which case i agree i want to listen to everything you have to say most people don't do that the presence of mind to be able to say hey culture is dictated by the youngest generation literally 
is critical. I mean, you, t- you look at the social media platforms, okay? And one that I got wrong earlier this year actually proved my overall point I've had for a couple of years now. And that is, let, let's start with, I won't even go to MySpace. Start with Facebook. Mm-hmm. College students were on Facebook first, right? Mm-hmm. No one knew about Facebook. They used it well, though. They were young enough, right? When did it blow up? It blew up when all the 13 to 17-year-olds got on there. Right. Okay. Okay. Instagram blew up when all the 13 to 17-year-olds got on there. Even YouTube back in the day was all the kids first. And then the adults were like, yo, video, cool, right? They're going to follow. You look at TikTok. I was on TikTok in early 2019. We talk about people who want it or don't want it Mm -hmm. but have a talent. I called up every fucking person I know who's like in that age, like 20 to 22, who has a talent. And I said, stop everything you're doing and go to TikTok right now. Me, I was the corporate guy. I couldn't fucking do anything right. at the time. We solved that problem now, right? But I called them all up and I said, get the fuck on TikTok. Stop everything else. They were all like, oh, it's for the kids. I'm not doing it. Whatever. No, it's stupid. And I'm like, oh, you say that now? There's a fucking 12-year-old on there lip syncing, getting 700,000 followers. 700,000. Get the fuck on there and show the world what you got. Right. Right? So every single thing is like that. And the one I was wrong about this year was Clubhouse because it blew up at first. And I was like, damn, I was saying it on this podcast. I was, I was with uh, Giovanni Gustin on here. We were talking about it. I'm like, damn, you know, it's the first one to not have, like, it doesn't have kids on it. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's blowing up. Right. That it failed. And it proved the point over and over. I'm like, I should have I should have played the long game there and known that. And then now I can see all the problems that it right. had. But, you know, we look at this. If attention is driven by social media more than anything first, which it is, and it's being driven by the young people, why don't you think everything else is? The last two presidents, and then I'll even include Biden. You know, I know he's older and everything, but he's got the right team around him. Trump, Obama. Obama was the first one who really leveraged social media to run his campaign and then and then win. Trump, who's like this old school guy, leverage fucking social media to win. If the Oval Office is leveraging social media and they're going to where the young people are, don't you think everything else is going to be where the young people right. are? Right. Let me Let me tell you something about Clubhouse, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. How could something like Clubhouse work when 99% of our population are fucking chatty patties? Tell me that. What OG is going to come up in a room, right, with, with uh, what did I see the other day? I seen like a trippy red. Like a trippy red was in a chat. Who the fuck, bro? What are you going to learn from a trippy red besides entertainment, right? So how could something like that where... Wait, what do you mean by that? mean by what like what am i gonna learn like am i a chatty patty in that case no no i'm saying clubhouse was just filled with chatty patty just talking about nothing but bullshit starting fights start bro if you're not gonna sit there like this is just another example if you're not gonna sit there like every time i'm on clubhouse it's always a room where people are talking about shit one clubhouse was huge because people were getting in it early getting a bunch of followers on it early and then claiming their hot shit and then charging a bunch of people for shit, setting up rooms for yeah. to listen to music. When, bro, you're not shit and you're having people pay you for something. It was filled with a bunch of clout chasers. It was filled with a bunch of chatty patties. And just filled with a bunch of, like, like just, just regular ass shit, bro. It was a lot of people. I started to notice this in late February is when I, it started to click for me. I'm like, because when we were first on it, we were all curating our own rooms more than anything. Right. Right. And they were solid. It was like people I knew and then people that they knew who they connected me yep. with. And we were having nice, like 15 to 20 person mm-hmm. talks. Mm-hmm. And then I started going in these rooms that had a hundred people in them talking about whatever the fuck. 
and I was always worried about the fucking clout chasing and the yes. what, what's the other term I oh, why the I always say this why the fuck am I forgetting it but like the the griftership right I don't know what that means you like, got to break like, that down like like a grifter somebody like a used car salesman okay coming in, they got nothing to offer nothing but you go to their profile and it's fucking seven thousand characters long yeah like all this shit they do and there were so many people on there like you can almost hear it from their tone like the people who. By the way, like how many times on that app would people say, including myself, say like, yo, I think that's spot on, man. Like everyone would agree on shit. Right. And then when they disagreed, they didn't know how to disagree and they just fucking fight. But these people would get on there and you could almost tell by their cadence because they sound like a fucking program. Brother fucking dorks, bro. Yes. You got a bunch of dorks, a bunch of losers trying to act cool on a platform yes. that hides their face, that hides their everything. You can see me. I forget where they're at. You can see me. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying. You hear passion. You got a bunch of nerds on there, bro. And I'm not letting no nerd tell me what's cool, bro. You got a bunch of people trying to act cool on that shit. That's why that broke I, up. I think you give them too much credit. I think there were a lot of people who were trying to be nerds on there that Even weren't Even trying to be. Like Jesus, they, they, bro. Yo, there, I've seen everything on that some, app, bro. There's some... Like, Eric Weinstein was on that app who's great. Total nerd. Eric Weinstein? Who's that? He... He's he's a physicist. So you know Peter Thiel? He's not related to the the Hollywood film dudes, right? No, 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 no. Right. No. I'll say you chilling with them, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. But but oh, he, he and his brother, I've been fans of them for a long time. They're they're both brilliant guys, right? Eric Weinstein's a very nerdy guy. He's Peter Thiel's number one guy. I like Peter Thiel a oh, lot. Pe Peter Thiel's a Did G, a lot of research right? on him, yeah. And so Weinstein, like kind of like he found a great place on clubhouse because he takes no shit he says he says what he thinks right. and, and it just kind of comes off how it comes off right too many people on the app weren't doing that you know like he was so genuine the entire time there were a lot of people just like yo i have a chance to fucking fill a silent void right now of a bunch of people have been locked inside i'm gonna right. fill the void and you know what they're gonna listen to what i have to say yes now tell me another thing now when yeah. you take a population of just say Let's talk just like a million people, right? Mm -hmm. When you take a million people and you're part of that million and you're around like the halfway, you're ranked like 500,000 out of the million, right? And 100,000 people break off and start another app and you're one of them 100,000 and out of those 100,000, they might have been the bottom 100,000 of that million. Start this app and now you feel like you're in the top of that 100,000. You nailed it. Yeah, bro. Like literally, bro, I was going in rooms. Right, I was just curious about this shit. Yeah, I would go into a room, look through the people, click on a couple people. Oh, I'm a music wise right now. My A and R here. I'm a human human resources. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you, you only bro human resources here. Public relations here. Right. So then I I remember seeing one. It was a public relations John. It was a girl. <laughs> so I click on her. I'm looking at her. I click her Instagram. Dub. Click her Twitter that she's got a link to it. Dub. I type her in on Google. Dub. I go back to Clubhouse now, right? And I join the chat this time. Like, because, bro, I just get, like, dude, you know, someone is trying to change the world is always the bad guy, bro. That's, th like, that's a fact. You feel me? So, you think I, so? Yes. Yes. Wait a second. Fuck Clubhouse. Tell me why. Tell me your argument on this so I can just give you mine, too. No, I, I don't even know. I. Bro, think I wanna, about this. I want to see you highlight yours. I'm going to highlight it right now. If I'm, okay, if you, if you, if you rob me, just say, and I punch you in your fucking mitt, right? Yeah. Who's the bad guy here to the, to the mass audience? 
The guy punching you in your mitt. Because everybody's seeing me knock you out now. You're, you got shit. You're all fucked up, right? I'm uh, the bad guy, right? So, me trying to change... They like, hate on the big guy. Yeah, I mean, dude, like, I'm trying... Like, if I'm trying... The only people I'm going to correct in my eyes are the bad guys. You feel me? I'm trying to... Like, so, if I'm doing something to a bad guy who I believe is doing something wrong to my culture, to my people, to my community... But everyone else, the consumer who who doesn't even know what size shoe they are, is just like, ah, oh, look at this guy. You know what I'm saying? But if I call him out, I'm the bad guy. When I'm just trying to fix shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's where the whole bad guy things come in. You know what I mean? And it's I one don't of them. Yo, I I don't disagree with you. By the way, yeah, you were so strong on it. Like always, always. I might disagree with that. I think some. I think it depends on the context. But I sadly. I very much agree with you because I even see it with guys who seem to show their intentions and, and like don't take themselves too seriously. And the example we always talk about on here because it just blows my mind is like Elon Musk. I was just about to say People that. People hate on Elon Musk. Bro, no, they do. The OGs hate on Elon Musk. The real powerful people hate on Elon Musk. You know what I'm I mean, yeah. And the, the world loves them. The world, the consumer likes them, bro. Don't not, even tell me the consumer not, doesn't like them. Not everyone. There are Why? a lot, dude, because he's rich. Because he's, bro, nah, bro. Dude, they I, I tried don't even to hear that, bro. They, I can't even I, hear that. I know. I don't even, I know. Bro. They tried, dude, they, did you see this? They no. tried to, they, they tried to cancel him off of Saturday Night Live before Can, he did bro, it. canceling, bro, that's another, Dumbest let's talk ever. about cancel culture. Let's talk culture. about cancel. First off, this I want to get like back to Elon episode. and shit. Episode. Thank it, you. But go cancel ahead. Cancel culture. Thank you. You're a fucking turd if you believe in cancel. What, what, bro, what is cancel culture? Can you give me a definition? I, I literally don't like I don't even that stuff doesn't even like I don't even hear that. Like, it is, you know what I mean? The definition of cancel yeah. culture is it is a direct way to lose brain cells. <laughs> wait, wait, now you got me fucked up. What? <laughs> Dude, the entire cancellation thing goes against everything I believe in, which is trying to understand why another person has a point of view, regardless of whether or not you completely disagree with them. Right. The whole point of free speech, which is a great thing that is invented, is to be able to let good ideas win. So when someone good ideas, yes, positive ideas, yes, when someone has a bad fucking idea, you need to trust that even if you have some lulls in the valley where some people buy it for a while, eventually things will come back. And I believe that everyone should have their say, including the people who i may hate mm -hmm. right i'll fight for their right to say it because mm -hmm. i'll fucking body bag them in the public square when they say it right and i don't mind doing it and that's how we should all feel so we cancel culture it is an insult to my intelligence that people want to get rid of people before they even have a chance to argue back because they're basically proving that hey even if i disagree with you and even if i'm right about it I don't want to argue with you because I'm afraid I'm going to lose. If you're afraid you're going to lose, you probably suck or you don't have a good argument. Right. Now, to add on top of that, who is like, who's making this decision to cancel? Bro, I literally don't know about this stuff, but I've heard it. And it, it bro, like, I don't even, li like, you realize, like, dude, cancel culture, right? Mm -hmm. That's a headline, bro. I literally can't even, my brain, like the way I've been programmed, my brain doesn't even understand that shit. You ever hear a song in a different language and you have no idea what it's saying? Yeah. That's that. That's a lot of the shit that I literally, it doesn't, like, my brain can't even do the math to add it up. Who is, who is declaring the cancel? Who is declaring it? The internet. The internet, right? If, dude, a true G, a boss, bro. <laughs> 
Someone who does shit does not give a fuck, bro. How can you sit there and say internet with a straight face to me, bro? How can you say social media? You didn't. I didn't. You laughed. I literally. Laughed my ass That's why I'm saying, dude. How, I don't understand how an, a G, bro, a grown G, bro, can sit there and say social media with a straight face, bro. With a straight face, bro. Cancel culture. This shit. What is that? What are you canceling? Who are you to even, bro? You're sitting there behind your phone and your laptop all day, like looking at shit, like laughing and stuff. And you're going to tell me that you and your little group of guys is going to cancel someone? It is the, it's the mob. The mo- the mo- that, that's the thing. Even though you're right about those people. Right. And, and actually, physically, you're right about those people. That's, that's where they are. It's literally exactly. that. Literally or that. Or right here. Right? Literally. They are literally typing away. Right. But when you give them instantaneous access to each other and a bunch of people who are pissed off at the world at the same time doing the same thing, typing behind but that. pissed off at the wrong it, shit. It, I agree. I Well, usually, right? Because, like, sometimes, plenty of times, I'll see an example where, like, Let's use a bullshit one. Let's say someone wants to come out and cancel the white nationalists. I don't disagree with that. Right. The problem is people don't draw the line there and then they go to cancel someone who's nothing like that. Like li- like they'll go to cancel someone who's like a liberal because they don't like one thing they say. Right. That's my issue. White nationalists have the dumbest arguments of all time. Like let that's them, another thing. I yo, literally do that. Let, don't them even... st- let them state their argument. And then watch them get body bagged. You're right. already doing it. Right. So my and, and again, I don't want to leave the example there because that's like an extreme example. I'm talking about when people just have like a different opinion on something that is not the accepted thing. Right. It's crazy. Like I use the Weinstein brothers. I always I don't know if it's Steen or Stein, but they're great. I just I say use, Steen. I, I don't I, like hearing I that use, I use <laughs> <laughs> right, or Weinstein. Eric, I rather hear Weinstein Eric and Brett, Steen. Yeah. Geo has spoken. It's, <laughs> good, it's gonna be Steen. He likes that. Right. But like. You know, when they say something, like, I love Brett, for example, who is, who is like, your prototypical, old school, like, in a new school way, liberal, traditional liberal thinking professor. Like, in, in every great way imaginable. Yes. When they try to say, you're not allowed to speak anymore, and they... and. Jewish guy, by the way. They call him, like, they, they call him a white nationalist. Right. <laughs> it's like, are you dumb? Yes, you are. Yes. You're all dumb. But because a bunch of dumb people get together, apparently we got to listen to them. Right. You say, though, like a boss doesn't let that happen. I not, actually, not doesn't let that happen. Literally doesn't even see or hear it. Y- yes. You don't even let... Why are you even in a position to let something like that... Like, dude, you shouldn't even be in a position to let that happen to you. So I'll What get, is that? I'll, I always give two examples of guys who completely they've tried to cancel them a million times like different groups right. have tried to cancel them for shit and it never works different reasons tom brady and joe rogan the one thing that ties the two together is they just don't acknowledge it and they're on their shit and they they go Bro. oh we're, is somebody talking oh were you talking okay i thought i heard somebody talking Bro. and they continue what they do right they own it and no one can Bro, go real, with them real bosses don't let that affect yes. them and so I, I I see that and I'm like, oh, that might be the way to go. And I don't want to encourage people who are like scumbags to then be able to have a system to get mm-hmm, around it. Don't get me wrong. But like you you have to let everything go and then just fucking beat down the things that are right, stupid. Right. I, I, I don't think that's an extreme idea. So the things that are stupid, though, should not even exist. Like I said, that's yeah. why I'm a mad old head. I feel like a, like a 60 year old angry dude sometimes like because it's like let it die off let it die off one if it gets there 
But before it gets there, do not let anyone around you be one of them people. The only way you become canceled if is if the people around you are fucking stupid, bro. Like how, bro? I got, I got, I got my my set of three, four OGs, bro. That I tap in with for every single call I'm about to make, bro. If I'm about to make a call for something, a play, and I don't get the approval of my committee, it's an L, bro. It's a dub. I'm forgetting about it. You know what I'm saying? I don't let these things even happen. How could you, like, bro? I started to realize too. They started telling me about this cancel culture shit. That <laughs> even started me, telling me about it. <laughs> yeah, even like me, who I'll never get too ex- like too in depth on a certain like that. But bro, like people like me who just give their shit out loud. That's I'm a, I, I could be one of them canceled dudes that gets can- like you know what I'm saying. Just because I care. It's like people are canceling people that care. Bro, like I get if you raped a girl, you into some weird yeah, shit. You know what I'm saying, yeah. bro? That's just weird, bro. Like mm-hmm. I'll beat you up, bro. You're a punk, bro. But that, like, bro, everyone makes mistakes, right? But again, people put people in their place for that. Like, look, look, look at the hate OJ Simpson gets online, right? Right. Let him talk, cause he's just got people. Yeah. They know. Well, somebody like they OJ know. Simpson, though, you're a fucking dude. You're a well, fuck you, they, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I had it on the shirt. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, that's the yeah. point. Like, yeah. he, he cancel him, bro. He but that's the thing. He didn't have to be, cause people, people are people get it. They're right. not like inherently. Even though a lot of us can be stupid about shit, myself included. There are certain things in life that, like, when it crosses that actual line, like, not a bad idea. Like, oh. Oh, you! Oh, you killed somebody. Right. Pretty simple. Pretty pretty simple. The people aren't gonna take them seriously. You're not gonna see them getting interviewed on fucking, you know, Oprah. Right. Well, maybe if she did it. Well, that's a bad example. Yeah. You know what I mean, though. He's not gonna be a pop culture icon in that way. Even if he's like, and I'm making fun of him on my shirt. You know what I mean? So like, there's a level of like common sense is left the building with it. But I, I love that you're this guy who's so connected with understanding what people want. But when it comes to just bullshit you have no time for it and you're like what is that i have to call it out bro (laughs) i have to like i feel obligated to like there's how could you not feel obligated to remove these pests these liabilities from the community you know i'm gonna break down something talking about something like that you know really getting on their shit about like i want to say like two weeks ago, somewhere around there, right? I had this major argument with somebody. We were talking about this. Like how if you have a team of people with you, right? You want to build up the exact mentality that you have in these people. It's not about, dude, you can't force it on nobody, right? So we were talking about this whole, like he this guy I was talking to was telling me about the consumer mindset. That you have to think like the consumer sometimes and this and that, right? But in 2021, I compl- dude, I X that. 2019, Why? respect. Because look, like, look what you just brought up to me, bro. You brought up cancel culture. You know what I'm saying? Why is our society controlled by something like can- Why do I go on Twitter and I see in trending hashtag cancel culture? Why are people even talking about that? So I think there's I think there's two sides to the coin. Uh-huh. I agree with you on that type of mentality. So when I'm talking about thinking like the consumer, I want to keep it to like and not as. Don't think as the consumer. Mm -hmm. Think like them. Mm -hmm. And when I say like, I mean the things that are outside of where you can have a total 
opinion that affects your ability to live. Okay. I'm a, I may lose myself here. I know what I'm trying to say. I don't know if I can put it in words right, but I'm going to try. You want to think like the consumer in the sense that there are certain patterns that are going to lead to buying decisions, right? That's, everyone needs yes. a buying decision. Right. You don't need to then put yourself, because I know it, that thought offends you, into the worst of the worst type of consumer who's like into canceling everyone and being an asshole behind a keyboard. That person, even though they may be like that, they still have things in common with the person who's not doing that, who's a consumer as well. Right. In that they may both like this type of music, to use your industry for mm -hmm. example. And what about them likes that? Like, what was the line from? It was like attacking. Not attacking. It was. It was like. It was kind of like making fun of right wingers, but it was funny. It was Michael Jordan. He was like, um, Re "Republicans buy sneakers too." That was it. I okay. can't believe I forgot okay. that. Right. That's such a great example because Michael Jordan. I. I mean, he's never been like loud about politics, but I assume he's like more of a, a Democrat type. And people were asking him to like get involved in some political races or whatever. And he's like, "That doesn't involve my. Con That's not the part right. of the consumer I need to think about." Because my consumers like shoes. And guess what? Somebody, I guess that was like back in the 90s. So someone who votes for Clinton or somebody who votes for Bush, they may both buy Jordans. So that's not my lane. Right. right? Exactly. I think there is a, and I'm not like, I know some people want some people to get involved in things like that. That's right. not what I mean by that example. I mean, if you're t talking strictly about buying and selling, there is a way to do that where you think like and not as. Mm -hmm. Well, can I tell you something too that yeah. I've learned you can tell growing me whatever up? The fuck you want to tell me. This is something that that again I've learned through breaking bread with the OGs is, and I especially the, I in love my the terms. By the way, thank I you, love, thank you. The OGs. What's the other one? Dub. It's Dub's a dub. Good. Yeah, Dub's it's just good. a dub. It's because it's not a win. Right. I'm used to saying dub like, yo, we won that nah. one. But you're saying dub like that's cap. Nah, like you're a dub. Yeah. You're a fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Either way, something I've learned is that, especially through my own, we'll say, career of selling, mm -hmm. selling, we'll call it, uh, if your work is good, they're going to come to you. Yes. You're cut. Like, just from what I know is that, bro, if you have the good product, Bro, I don't care. I'm not saying, yeah, buddy, come here and let me sell this in now, bro. I fuck you. Okay? If you want it, come get it. My product is the best, so you're gonna come get it. I'm not making friends with you to come buy my shit. I'm not I'm not making a business arrangement with you to come buy my shit. I got the best shit. You feel me? What was the what was the line in American Gangster? That's blue magic. Sure. It's that, like Coca-Cola. You see, that's you another thing. You don't get no Pepsi. You get the Coca-Cola. Bro, I'm going to break something down to you about that. I never pray to God. I pray to Gotti. That's how I'm going to break it down. A nice Jay-Z mm. quote for you. You feel me? Yeah, I know that one. I watch American Gangster, and I, I dude, I study that shit. I take notes during these movies. <laughs> People rather put on fucking Adam Sandler and shit. I'd rather throw on some American Gangster and really take notes on what being a boss is, what being an OG is. Because although he was in the wrong industry... Yes. I don't I don't agree with that. By any means agree with drugs. I've been in, you know, whatever. But I don't agree with that. So what what I'm saying is that if your work is good, bro, the fiends are lining up on your doorstep and they're coming to buy that shit, bro. It don't matter what the fuck they think like. It doesn't matter if they like red, blue, green. It doesn't matter if they're they're happy when the sun's out or sad when the clouds are out. It doesn't matter. If your work is good, they're coming for you. That's it. Do you think, I, I think about this a lot, but I think a lot of drug dealers, and we've actually seen it in pop culture where guys right. leave that game and do great things. I think one of the saddest things is that a lot of quote unquote kingpin drug dealers, mm -hmm. 
move aside all the bullshit that comes with that and the person they have to become and you know the life and death things they do they put their talent you just said it a second ago they put their talents to the wrong thing because i think that if they went into a legitimate business they'd be a fucking king bro, in many bro, cases bro i always say i'm gonna show you my log one day you know what other trapper you know kept the log bro oh, you know what oh, i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah i'll show you my log bro i was a king of this shit at 17 years old bro because i'm good at business were you uh nah nothing no no but okay. i was gonna say i think we got a mutual friend nah. that maybe uh it, fuck it i don't even want to talk about that okay. shit yeah right. but i'm good at business i know how to sell i know that if you have the best work they're gonna come get it bro why do i care what you th- like like that's another thing bro like everyone's trying to like cater to a consumer what are you catering to someone for jesus wasn't catering to nobody bro no one caters to the consumer you're gonna come buy this if it's good. I don't care what you say. All my if my clothes have the best product, you're coming to buy my shit. Was that the business partner, by the way? No, but that's no. interesting. Okay. That uh, not yeah. even close, yeah. bro. That okay. dude ain't, bro. Okay, come on, bro. What? Just making sure, bro. Just my business sure. partners were fucking. You know, I, I don't sure. even want to. Yeah, nah. But what are we going on against right back there with the? Uh, if your work is good, oh yeah, yeah they're yeah. coming. Fuck your consumer, bro. That's what I've learned growing up, you know? I've seen people betting, throwing their whole life away on sports, right? Yeah. Literally 10 grand down a dream when we were just supposed to go on a vacation, and now no. you're not on vacation with me, because, yeah. and you're not calling me back, you know? I've seen people, th- so what did I do, bro? What did I do? Do you know how many people do that? Bro, me? how many people, bro? So what did I do? Tell me, bro. You didn't do that? No, I opened up a fucking sports book, bro, and gave them all to me, bro. That's what I did, bro. I'll show you. And and what did I do on top? I kept logs. I kept inventory. I kept revenue, gross, net, all that shit. You are you are a, I don't know if they have an, they definitely have an official term for this. I shouldn't say that. There's definitely a smart person with a term out there for this that I just don't know. But you are a savage entrepreneur. I'm you fucking are, fearless, bro. Yes, but you are like, you don't. You use the words like, I will die for this earlier. And we talked about right. not saying that literally. But like, in a sense, your soul would die if you didn't have it. Oh my it. God, it would... it would Done. I, I can't even... I don't even know what direction it would fly. In, That's bro. what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I don't you know, where's can't, it going? And, and so there, there is... And, and this is interesting because there is a lack of empathy in you for people who don't see it that no way. No fucking and, empathy. And, and we talked about this earlier. And like, I have from my end more of that where i can see like someone is happy not being this way or that way maybe with a few more years you may get to that but the the drive you have that thing in your eyes when you're talking which if people are watching this on camera hopefully they can see it like i do but that thing is the thing it's like no one tells and he's older now and has been through a lot of wars and so he's not as good but when he was fucking great no one tells conor mcgregor how the fuck to talk or what to do back in the day before he lost you know at the very end his body no one told muhammad ali Ali what to do you know he he was cassius clay before muhammad ali Mm because he told everyone like no no no, i'm really gonna about your favorite artist tupac no one told that man over there that people can't see on camera right what to do right you know what's crazy fucking died at 25 I think imagine that, that bro i think about that a lot. imagine that and imagine like, this shit dude he's lived bro and ma- that is what i'm bro that's what i'm saying no one told these people what to do you that know, you know yes. what it is bro he was 25 years old and has lived forever yes and that's <laughs> like, that's the thing like 
there are certain like oh my god bring it over here you got to tell me about that because i don't see the empty glass over there i'm looking at you yeah but yeah tell me when you need the refills gotcha but there's there's just like it's in absolutely everything it could be in music it could be in sports it could be in business it could be in it could be in fucking owning a landscaping business i don't care what it is there is this thing that happens that you can't put your finger on it you can't say like oh it's that thing he does with this word or that phrase or how he says this thing it's just this entire vibe that when you're sitting across from it and i've been lucky enough to sit across from that a lot with a lot of people who do a lot of different Mm -hmm. shit you just know you're like yo yeah this person's got it this person's fucking got right. it right and so when i look at you as an entrepreneur i'm not even talking about music right now right and i know like music is drone that's what you do like mm-hmm. that's what you eat breathe and shit. how we get our message but let's, out let's go a step above that mm-hmm. as a guy who within the music business just happens to be that thing because you're passionate about that topic as a guy who wants to fucking build something there is this fire that's like there is no other option no 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 no, no. i'm not going to go do that there is no plan b there, there is no plan no. b there is a plan A, and it's not even a fucking plan. Right. This is just, the, this is the road. This I'm walking, just, I'm running down. Life, right, right. And I completely agree with you, bro. Because when you, when you start to break it down and when you start to have plan Bs and plan Cs, when you collect that check, that steady check, yeah. and you get it the next week, and you get it the next week, and now you go shopping because you know you're about to get the check next week, and you have no vision, and you keep doing that, eventually you get sucked in, and eventually you never make it out. So that's something that I've always I've always put my mind to is you just can't get stuck on one thing. Like you can't get like you know, you know, bro. So you're dude, you're a very rare case of what because I just heard you said you had a corporate job. Mm-hmm. You got out of it to chase Worked your dream. Right, about the worst fucking people actually. Thank God you left. You know, there. You, know you know what yeah. you know what's funny about that though? What? I worked for a guy who for his entire career built from nothing uh-huh. and got to where he got and was able to do it for a lot of years before there was a ton of regulation. Mm-hmm. He, he he was at the right time by saying, Fuck you. I'm doing it my way. Right. And so he was able to do that and I recognized that oh, I'm in the wrong generation with a bank because you can't do that at a bank anymore. Right. You know, and you it can't went do fully it in corporate. general no yeah, more. Because look, what, what did you just talk to me about right before this, bro? Fucking cancel culture, bro. Yeah. You can't say fuck you no more. You know? I already expect to be the bad... I grew up I being the bad guy. Canceled. right bro right i only understand this because like i I just said i grew up being this bad guy bro you know but i knew bro assets i always knew you as a sweet as the sweet kid bro because i love you bro you're a good you're family to me bro you know you nico andrew family you're now my family bro yes sir there's something with me is if i give you some work and i front you you're giving it right back to me bro that's it and then Take your shit, run off, build your own kingdom. No harm, bro. But if you're a little chatty patty, if you're in on some bullshit, if you're, bro, I'm letting you rip, bro. I'm ripping it, bro. Pause. But now, you feel me? So the way I break it down is, bro, I gave this kid like this with them, by the way. With who? Like that guy. Let's use that example. Of course I do. Bro, this is me. This is who I am, bro. I can't get it out of me, bro. It hurts. Sometimes it hurts because, bro, you have to tell the average person something nine times for them to understand that. You realize that? You know how fucking stupid you have to be to have to hear something nine times? We got we got off this earlier. Uh-huh. I want to go back to it because you're just 
you're going right into it right now. Right. You're talking about the school programming, and I had you define yes. it literally twice, So I think, so that like I could understand exactly where you're going with. But when you went on this unbelievable monologue with that onto other things, so I just let it keep going. Right. But you made a great circle of life example in there where you talked about this whole 5 to 22 thing mm -hmm. where program, go to class, kneel, stand, do whatever. It's a fucking you know, raise your hand. Exactly. <laughs> and then you related it back to the real world and corporate culture and how banks, I think you were talking about like getting a loan from a yeah, bank. Yeah, give a kid like, 150K. Well, <laughs> well, according to my Excel spreadsheet here, you don't have the proper <laughs> score for me to get you $30,000. I may be able to do 27. Fuck right. you. Right. Fuck you, pay right. me. Right. There's not that thing where people don't have the ability to rebel. And I'll I'll say this as a mm -hmm. sidebar very quickly. A lot of this has to do with our over litigious, overly litigious culture. Mm -hmm. No one wants to be the first to get sued. That's the thing, right? And they're and they're all they're all afraid of that. But but your point. Mm -hmm. This is the bigger point that's more important. That mentality that they program us with. Because I agree. I've been thinking right. about I've been thinking about school right. a lot recently. When I started You this, went through, you went to Bucknell, right? You did the whole I did, I did, but and and you know what? You know what's funny? I I think I just fell into the right places, but I loved my college education. Right. Loved it. That's why for a while I couldn't understand when other people were like, yo, fuck the even people I went to school with, like at the same school, they were just in a different major or something else. They're like, bro, I got it's nothing vision, from that. Bro. It's like if you don't find the exact thing that's for you, you're fucked. You're and I fucked. happen to find the right fucking major, the right fucking professors. Like, I nailed it. And so I was blind to the fact that other people were like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with Philosophy 205. Right. You know? So I looked at, at the very beginning of this podcast when I was trying to figure it the fuck out and doing the little solo thing here last summer. I looked at the college debt. That's just one thing. Mm -hmm. And I looked at the system they put people in over and over and over again and how they make them pay all this shit. And then I start after I did those episodes, I started thinking about it like you. I started thinking about, you know, middle school, high school, the, the fucking elementary school. Mm -hmm. You know, you walk into class, you raise your hand, you fucking have the subject matter from 1010 to fucking 1047. And then you do this other subject from there. And I was like, wait. Isn't this kind of how we were doing it in like 1954? Right. And it was cool then. It's it's yeah. cool. Yeah. And for that generation, I'm not hating on it. Things change. I'll leave it there. Yes. Now, that's my point. It's like, that worked. But to, are we using the same telephones we used back then? Right. No, we're not. We're not on a landline with a cord sticking out and fucking rolling the dial. We're using right. iPhones that have the internet and music and fucking everything on there. Mm -hmm. So why are schools, I don't care if they say, well, we've changed this, we have whiteboards, we have this type of subject. Fuck that. Why are schools doing all the same main attitude things? And then why is it carrying over into the corporate world? And I've seen this up close. Mm -hmm. and, and you have, but not from being in it. And more okay. power to you for that. Thank you. More power to you for that. I've seen it being in it. When, when you ask a question to people, and I rub some people the wrong I was always great to people, always mm -hmm. treat them like gold. But if they answered a question with an answer that made no fucking sense, I would give them three to four chances to change the answer. Right. And if at the end of those three to four chances, they did not change the answer, I destroyed them. As I said, you have no fucking evidence for what you're talking about. This rule you're saying, like my whole thing with rules is... Someone tells me, don't kill somebody. Mm -hmm. 
Makes sense. Makes sense. Right? Like, like someone tries to attack me with a gun, like, okay, I can kill them. That's different, right? Someone says, don't kill somebody. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Don't rob somebody. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Good rule. Great evidence. Someone says, rule X, and it has no evidence, and it makes no sense. I live my, I now want to break that rule with every fucking thing in me. Right. When you're working at a corporation, especially a bank, they live to not do that. So you'd ask these people these questions, like, wait, why can't we, you talk about loans, I love mm-hmm. that. Why can't we give that loan to this business that's doing ten million dollars a year? Oh, oh, because they're in they're in year they're in year three. We can't right. give them that loan. Fuck you, dude! Right. Give me the fucking paper and let's go. Dude, speaking on that too, you know what the fucking banker told me, bro? The bank likes businesses that are super sound. They like landscaping. She said to me. I said, so you're telling me. Oh, you're I bringing said, up all my bad memories. Right. Man. You can't do this. So I tell her, I said, so so why don't I just open a fucking LLC in landscaping? And then I'll <laughs> come apply for her. And you know what she tells me? No, no, no. No, no. Yeah. I, you weren't supposed to say that. Right. So... So what the fuck you want me to do, bro? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what am I what what am I doing here? Also, another thing. Talk about banks. You said you were in the banks and shit. Mm-hmm. Bro. I, I ran a major a major loan sharking business growing up and shit, especially when it came to the sports book. I don't care because this is all past shit. Yes. I don't do none of this no more. I'm in a credit. I'm in a business. I'm in a longevity. You're a I'm in a generational wealth. man. Yes, generational wealth. I'm in a family. I'm in a just real business, bro. So I'm not into that shit no more. But what you should be, bro, a re- speaking of real business, how come a bank, right? Pause for a second. How come a bank, bro? Can give me 20 grand, just say, right? Bad cr- personal loan. We're not talking, bro, I don't fuck with that personal loan shit. That's for the birds. I'm talking about business loan. But now on a personal loan aspect, how come a bank will give you 20 grand, but charge you 100% interest on it, bro? 100% interest? 100%. Bro, what look. fucking bank were you All going right, we'll to? go to Credit Karma, bro, for you. I'll show you some. Pre-approved loans. Because one thing in the credit business is you don't want hard inquiries. Credit's going away. You... T- Okay, I'm gonna, gonna that's go um, let's keep that because I'm about to I'm coming in on that for Credit's you. Gonna Let go me find away. Credit Karma real quick. Hold up, right? Let me show you something. If you look on, <laughs> where's it at? Right here, bro. Huh? It it tells me I forget where it is. While, while, while you're finding this, keep yeah. finding this. I I just want to say this. Uh huh. If people ever accuse you of not being fucking real, yeah, show me those people. I, they, they, something's wrong in their head. Bro, you are you, the same you people say that say exactly that. Whether whether people will love it or hate it or anything in between, I don't even give a fuck. You say exactly what you're thinking. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. <laughs> I, I love that. It. I don't agree with all of it, but right. like I love that. Like I when I sit across from someone that's like, yo, no fucking bars here. I'm gonna I'm gonna bro, I'm gonna spit. Like bro, it's, that's that's a dream sitting in my position. Right. Well, tell me something, Joel. Who like who are you worried about? Who am I worried about? Like, why would you not say everything? I'm not speaking you. You oh, see, I told oh, right, you. Right, right. You see, yeah, I told yeah, you. Yeah. I get a little... Yeah, people yeah. take it... Pre- I'm not talking about you. I'm speaking... Well, you said you. But yes, I know you. Bro, you're so I'm not kidding. a... Ta- bro, I don't I'm sit kidding. at tables in front of people with people out... Bro, if if yeah, I didn't fuck with... Bro, you're hearing it. I know. I already I know. know what you're up to. I'm sitting here. I, trust me. It's not about you. That's how I was telling you earlier. You were... The, and I'll give you credit, too. You were a fucking day oneer on this, and I appreciate that. Yes, brother. sir, bro. Thank you. Always, bro. That's something... Bro, if you if you love something, bro, if you really like something, 
Why don't you not show fucking support, bro? That's 100%. another thing with the consumer, bro. Let me let me break some down on this too. <laughs> if if you're this bro, episode is wild. Thank you, bro. I, I told you, bro. I'm only coming I, correct, dude. So. I knew it. I knew. Look, <laughs> yeah. Like when 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 uh, when my boy was like, "Yo, can we do the 18th?" I'm like, "You mean I could do G on the fourth? <laughs> <laughs> right, bro. And like, bro, 18th, fourth, 27. It doesn't fucking matter to me, bro. This is every they're all day. days. This is every day, and I would love to come back here. And show you what the fuck I've been talking about and how it worked out. You know what I'm I saying? Want to do that. I love yes. that update shit. You know, because when I, I see that. something, something I really learned in my life, I forget what we were just talking about. I'm gonna dub it though. You, it was yeah, about the credit you were limit. Looking up the credit limit. Yeah, of something like, where right. they said you were. They were gonna give you 100 well, percent interest. Yeah, look, if you do or charge you 100 percent interest. Yeah. So look. Okay. Just say I want to. Uh, uh, this is pretty approved, by the way. And and credit karma, I don't really look at your square. They just give you a bunch of bullshit. If you look at a loan amount for twenty grand, okay, where's it say it right here? We're looking at seven hundred twenty-five dollars for thirty-six for thirty-six months. Wait, so total over thirty-six yes, months times thirty-six twenty grand. So divide that or times that times seven twenty-five by point six six. Yeah, my shit went up. That's the landing club. Do you have yeah. a calculator? Here we go. Here's another one. Seven seven twenty-five times point six six. No, What's fuck that, that one. Uh, oh, that's five hundred. So five hundred annually on twenty thousand dollars. That's what two point five percent. Yeah, but now here's another that's one. That's not the that, worst. Wait, bro, that's I not have a 760 credit score, bro. I'm talking off the, my boys that I've made them Got download it. this. I was going to say, that's not bad. Yeah, no, that's my shit's 760. That ain't even a dub. But that's here's another one, like uh, $675 a month for 60 months. Let's do the math on that. Wait, so, 675 a month? For 60 months. They so gave 675 me every month? Yes, they gave every me month. two pre-approved offers. How much yes. is the loan? 40,500. How much is the loan? 20,000. So what I'm trying to say is that look, they're making 100 cuz this is pre bro. Can I see that? Yeah. Give me that. What the fuck bank is that? Hold, hold on, on, hold on. It's, and this uh, is for you with a 760 credits. Fuck, I lost it, bro. Lending club. I don't, even, I don't even believe that. Here's another one. Interest and fees 15 grand. There's another one, bro. Look at that interest. What fees. kind of loan is this? Bro, these are pre-approved loans. But what I'm oh, saying is, yeah, but bro, what yeah. the fuck is a college loan, bro? It's pre-approved, bro. Uh, you know what? And, they don't and, give a fuck. Bro, They're just giving it to you. This this blows my mind, right? Yeah. We have this expectation. Like when you are a 16, 17-year-old kid, if you're a guy, you're loaded, you're young, dumb, and full of cum. Mm -hmm. If you're a girl, whatever the fucking girl version of that is, your whole idea is independence. Get the fuck away from the man. Get away right. from daddy. Get away from mommy. Go daddy. somewhere. Right? And by the way, Pause. what else? I'm doing the thing that is making my parents proud because they hang out with their fucking buddies in the town and say, oh, my kid's going to this college or whatever. Right. And I'm also doing the thing that society says, oh, this is what, this is what you do next. This, right. This is it, right? Right. So I'm going to get in there and my parents say, well, you know, college is expensive. We don't have all the money. No problem. Uh -huh. and, and that's fine. Like some parents, a lot of parents like are like, I mean, they they're charging fucking 50 grand a year for a lot of these places now how the fuck sense. are people supposed to afford that so parents are like all right bro, when the girls son, are playing ride son, the bus whatever 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 mm -hmm. they're telling they're telling their son or daughter like hey you gotta get some loans here perfectly fine they go in there to get a loan somebody male female somebody at the age of 17 going for their independence doing what society expects of them fucking banker puts in front of them hey that dotted line right there you sign that, right, you, sign you, that you, you get you get all of it oh my god oh What's turning a, me on right what's, now pause but what's yeah. what's what's 150k what's, right. what's 150k i can make that 
Oh, your first I year of college. I, I don't know. You know, when I already had a job at Applebee's this summer, I, I cleared like five. How hard is that going to be right. to get 150K? Then they do four years. They play ride the bus a bunch. They play some pong. They have a good time. They fucking fuck everything with a pulse. Right. They get out and they're like, oh, the real world's here. And they're like, oh, fuck. There's like rent. There's health care. There's, there's fucking groceries. There's I got I to gotta go out and have fun, right? Oh, my God. I'm living paycheck to paycheck and I got to pay two grand a month to student loans. But they love it. They love it, I bro. Don't, I don't think they love that. Yeah, if they didn't love it, they wouldn't be doing it, no, bro. No, 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 I understand what you're saying. They yeah. love they love the idea of going to do it after the fact, though. They all have regret of it. They they all don't... Okay. They don't miss... Hold on. Actually, cap on that. Uh-huh. They don't miss the experience of college. They all look back on that, as they should. It's like, yo, that was fucking fun as hell, right? right? But they hate the fact that they're like, wait, what the fuck did I get for that? I drank a lot, but like, did my education? Wait, and why you spent am I not money, money on your fucking alcohol too, yes. and your drugs, yes. and it's like, and, and who was yeah. giving them to you? Yeah, dude. the OGs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all were doing it. I was giving it. <laughs> you feel me? Y'all were betting. I'm a, I'm, I, you were betting through my shit. I'm gonna get in trouble if I expand upon that. So nah, I'm not, I'm not gonna expand that, upon don't expand that. upon what I said, but expand on what yeah. you're saying. Though. I just want to make that clear. But that, that's the point. Then when they're older and now they're a little wiser, right? I give them credit for right. that because they're just older and they now they're in the real world. They see what that bill looks like. Right. They see what. Even if they still don't understand cash flow, which, frankly, that's something they don't teach in college. Bro, so people don't fucking shit. understand it. Bro, right? College don't teach you how to they put people on payroll. They don't teach you shit about that stuff. Mm-hmm. None of that real world application. Some business schools do, obviously, which is great. That's a benefit of having a business screen. Not right. that I'm biased. But either right. way, like, you know, they don't teach you that thing. And now you see it and you're like, oh, fuck. And you may not say like, yo, I regret the experiences I had in college. No, I love that. But like... God damn, am I fucked right now? And so, so many people, unfortunately, it does. Like, you talk about the people who you don't understand who have to work for somebody. Doesn't do you, even. Do you understand that a lot of people are forced to do that because if they don't, they're fucked? Like, if I, I, I thank God, listen to me, I thank God every day. One of the best lottery tickets I ever got in my life, and I didn't have gratitude for this until the year after college when I started to realize about this, Mm -hmm. is that I was an only child. And so my parents could afford to send me to college. Mm -hmm. One of the greatest gifts they ever gave me is that I left college without debt because then I started to see that people could not take the chance on stuff because they literally would not be able to do anything in their life because their credit score would be below fucking 300 why is they couldn't pay them because they they had student loans and that's the point and now we expect that we expect that decision making from a 17 18 year old Mm -hmm. that's why it's a bullshit system right and as a parent who might be an immigrant who might not have it like you wish they had it who might be this who doesn't have the right mindset it's going to feel some type of way, and they're going to force you to go to college. You're going to be forced to. So now you have to take that loan now. At 17, 18 years old, bro, I was in whatever I wanted, bro, but I have these values and respect in me to where I was still listening. My mom said, yo, we got dinner on the table at 7 o'clock on Sunday. I was there, bro. I wasn't missing that shit because I still respect it. You know what I'm saying? I still do. But now you're get, you're forcing kids, like you said, at 17, 18, to make terrible deals. All right, let me ask you some other thing. You ready? So, if if just just say you 
Okay. In, in my brother's perspective, as a young artist, as a young boss, a young OG, I'm building up, giving him his own kingdom. If he's looking at the TLA, you know the TLA? TLA. On South Street, the event center? No. I don't know the, the full name for it. It's called the TLA. You ever go down South Street in Philadelphia? Yeah. You know Lorenzo's Pizza? Yeah. You know, across the big street, the, big, the yeah. big place where all the rappers' names, all the band's names, all the... The, the concert. Bro, are you kidding me, bro? You don't know TLA? I'm a New York guy these days, man. Bro, anyone that's grown up around here knows it. Whatever, mm -hmm. bro. Fuck it, bro. Fuck it. So, we got the TLA, right? It holds 2,000 people, right? My brother just sold out a show two years, not a full, a year and a half ago before COVID in Philly with roughly five to 600 people, right? We want that TLA. We want that 1,500 to 2,000 people venue, right? If I can't get that right now, if they say you need more revenue, you need more streams, you need, we're just not letting you, bro. What am I gonna be like? All right, fuck it. I'm gonna just go to, I'm gonna just go to Voltage where we were. No, bro. I'm gonna put in that work so I can get there. So now, what you said, like you said, if your school's lucky enough to have a business school, right? I'm pretty sure you just said that. Did you just say that? Something along those lines. Something yeah. along those lines. What, dude? I can I can say this confidently with my heart. I'll say not, ah, you see that? I don't want to hurt people's feelings because like everybody gets their fucking feelings hurt. But in my life, 80 to 90% will say of people that I knew that wanted to go to a specific college did not get accepted to that college. And they want somewhere that they got accepted to, right? How the fuck are you? So, and they got loans. They got them loans. They were spending them loans. They would get that 7K a semester or something, you know, back in their... I don't even know what it's called. Can you tell me what it's called just so I know? It's like a, you get, you know how you get money back as a student sometimes when you get loans and you, you just keep the cash. It's like you could do whatever you want. Go straight to your bank account, like a grant. Oh, I, it, yeah, yeah, Whatever. Yeah, People, yeah, everyone yeah. I knew was getting that shit. There was like the Pell Grants and stuff, but I don't know if that's exactly what something, you're referring to. Something, yeah. whatever, I'll bro. I'd all see all these college kids get these loans back or taxes back or some shit. I don't fucking know. Whatever it was. And then just go fuck it off, dude. So it's like one. You were denied something that you truly wanted, so you accepted the plan B. You went to the plan B. You have no idea what finances are. You have no idea what loans are. You have no idea that you're being programmed into a fucking dictatorship, bro, into a jail system. It's lit bro, every time I... Bro, I'm not even allowed in my old high school, first off. I've showed up to speak to somebody about something I wanted to do with sponsorship for basketball. I've showed up, and they said, oh, you're not allowed in here. There's a... Uh, you know, because they say that the school safety laws with the fuck, bro. I'm, I'm an alumni. You can. What do you mean school safety laws? Well, bro, you know, there's all these weirdos oh, coming in right, shooting right, shit, right. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Like some sickos, bro. You'll all get fucking pissed on if I see you. But it's like, so, so We're it's like kind of doing their job. Who the shooters? Their job. No, oh, no, <laughs> not the shooters. The fucking people not letting you in. They're you never know the way job. the world works now. I, I see it on Facebook. He said, bro, I'm getting dehydrated from talking so much. But you see my lips. I'm starting to get the pussy lip. Pause. But so so you got dudes that are on here, right, on Facebook, athletic directors, all this fucking shit, all these positions in school, typing away, all you, all you, uh, what are they saying, like internet entrepreneurs from, from Gloucester Catholic flexing doing Everything this. Everything that we didn't teach. Right. Saying, uh, where are you guys at? You should be putting your money up, this and that. Bro, I think it was like fucking... Uh, you ever, you ever hear, and maybe this is a little unrelated, but I, this is just so fucking interesting. You ever hear the idea, 
I don't know if people have said it like this, but someone definitely has because it's not that profound <clears throat> of like the rebel becomes the establishment. Yes, yeah. but I don't fully, fully understand it because. Can I give you an example? Yes. Okay. Okay. Facebook. Right. Facebook started as this upstart social media company out of it after the Winklevoss drama, which, you know, they fucked them over. But let's mm -hmm. just say out of a dorm room. Right? Which no one knows about the Winklevosses until the movie came out. But anyway. And yeah. and by the way, credit to those guys because they swallowed everything that came at them and they built and they're fucking successful as fuck. Not. I mean, bro, they're fucking cappers, bro. How I are get, they cappers? Bro, I, I've read deep into this, bro. I from who? Respect it. That's just important. Whatever, bro. Everything. I'm but a big when, reader. I know. I know you read a lot. But like, who? Who? I don't have who, one credible source now. No, I have many credible sources that I. Shit, are you reading? Bro, the whole internet, bro. But I will never. Bro. <laughs> you see, look, like, bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't even say that shit with a straight face. No, like, you can't, bro, because that shit makes me laugh. But there's a book. Listen to me. Listen to me. I'm, yes. gonna, I'm gonna put this on because, like, wait, this the book. Just th tell me this, about this. Them. This this guy reads a lot. Like, seriously. Like, right. we're we're always talking about books and shit. Bitcoin Billionaires by Ben Mesrick, who yes. wrote, you know, the movie Social Network. Yes, he wrote the book that was that. Okay, you know the movie Twenty One. Nah. With Blackjack, Kevin Spacey. Okay. He wrote the book that was one of the best fucking writers on planet Earth. A when, writer. Yes. When he wrote The Social Network, you remember he the movie? Wrote. The movie was kind of not nice to Zuckerberg because mm -hmm. his book wasn't that nice to him either. Because he was cap. It's media manipulation. Well, no, he didn't like the guy very much. He like because he spent time around. Who did it? The the writer. Mesrick. They didn't like Zuckerberg. Yeah. Well, where's but, Zuckerberg? But listen to me. Listen. Yeah. Zuckerberg. If the Winklevoss twins had not settled the suit, people don't know this, in mm. 2008, they mm. settled. And by the way, you want to talk about betting on yourself? They refused to take the suit in cash payment. They had Emmanuel Urquhart as their attorneys, who's one of the best law firms in the world. I respect who, them for believing in themselves yo, to the point of no they, return. The but fucking attorneys like cash. Right. So when they were offered $65 million in cash in 2008 and they said, no, we want it. The company that just fucked them. They they removed them the Winklevoss twins removed themselves from feeling fucked and said, "Do we believe in the actual thing they've created?" Yes, we do. We want it in stock. The attorneys screamed at them. They said, "No, we know what it is. We're going to make a lot more money on that." And they did. And then they built off that and they built their own thing. So Some punk the shit, bro. The, no, no. The this is the narrative. You have the same narrative that everyone else has. It's the same narrative I had. Ben Mesrick wrote a very unexpected sequel to that book nine years later called Bitcoin Billionaires because he fucked with the Winklevoss twins and he's like, they're two tall blonde guys. They're from some money. They went to Harvard. They're the fucking, you know, they're the poster childs. But why do these guys never, res they never respond in public. They don't listen to, when all the people make fun of them, they just dirt off their shoulder and they focus and they build. So he went and looked at what they were doing and he was like, holy fucking shit. They built this fucking empire with a company that, you know, was their capital VC company and they went into a space that none of the establishment was in and that now they're worth billions of dollars. Billions. Right. And the story has changed. And like, same as you, I didn't know that either. And so like, I see that and I don't even remember where the fuck I started with this. But in a way, it's weird because... I was starting, this is what it was. I was starting with Zuckerberg as the example before the sidebar. Started as the rebel, right? Started Facebook, changed the internet, internet 2.0, whatever. Mm. At some point, you stop being that company in the dorm room. Fucking Google. They were in a garage. They were students, PhD students one day. They were the rebels. They had no money. One of them was an immigrant. Started as the rebel. Become the establishment.
right? So there's this thing that happens and you don't know. I, I've never experienced it myself, so I can't say. But like I talk about this with Anthony and Riley a lot. A lot. My gosh. Yeah. Shout out Sora. Those are your, We've those been are your boys. For like which, five, six years now since the original crowd And came. that's, that's by, that yeah. is by coincidence. You and I did not right. know that we all knew each other or right. whatever. So funny how small the world is. But like I talk about with them all the time. At what point do you realize we've lost the whole three assholes in Jersey just doing some cool shit and suddenly we're the corporate mindset. We have to do this. We have this expectation. We have a PR team. Like where does the culture die? So – the, I, fuck man there's so much shit you're saying today that's like profound and right. like, no, I don't even agree with all of it but it's just like you're honest but about if, it if you don't, I don't agree know, I want to know why you don't agree I, I don't no no but I'm, that was a general right, statement in general. Like, yeah, yeah, some, right. you're saying a million things right. some things I'm, I'm like I'm not sure about that if it comes up again I'll, I'll bring it up and I've said it a few times today but like there's when you stop being like that upstart you become the thing that you hate that's what I'm getting to at. who to, That's when you're not the fucking boss, bro. No, no, the opposite. What do you mean then? The opposite. Why? Maybe not the way you define boss. This is a really bro. If you're taking complex. somebody else's money, you are not the boss anymore, bro. So whoever you're talking about, if they're taking someone's money, which that's the only way to. Lose yeah, what you're no, doing. the people I'm talking about aren't taking. So what do you money. mean by that exactly? They I lose. Don't. They they try to. You start as trying to change the world, right? Right. Like what you say. Right. Do something different. And then eventually when you do the thing different and it works, you want the same thing. And so now you're the new world order and now you want to keep that world order. You don't want to go to something new. I don't know if I brought – I definitely didn't bring this up earlier. There was something you were, you were talking – oh, you were talking about thinking like the customer and you said we we're using a blue magic example from American If Gangster. your work's good, they'll all come to you. You know yeah. who believe that more than anything? Who? That guy. Facts. Steve Jobs. Facts, bro. Steve Jobs good, right. said the customer isn't going to tell you what they want. They can't put it into words. They may even tell you the opposite, but I know what they want. And so things like when people wanted to do the stylus pen, right? That's important. Or people like to feel the keyboard. He said, you already have five fucking stylus pens on one hand. You have another five on the other hand. And you can fucking use that to also type away without actually putting any exertion on your goddamn limbs to do it. And so people flipped. Remember the BlackBerry culture when we were young, mm. right? People Big flipped. BlackBerry guy. This doesn't have buttons. We can't do it. Mm. Steve Jobs said, you're not going to want any fucking buttons. Comes mm. out with the iPhone at first. You know, it was Apple. And he had built Apple into a powerhouse by then. So people, there were people adopting it, making money. But a lot of people were like, I will never stoop to that. Two years later, they're all there. Right. Your grandfather who came out and said, I'll never have a fucking iPhone. Eight years later, mine did. Right? right. Like, and my other grandpa is always first in line to get the newest thing. Yeah. That's the mentality you got to keep. Yes. Now, I totally 100% agree with that. Now, let's add something to it. Look on the add other away. side. Android. Right? Why are they still around? Because their product is undeniable. Yeah. Their speeds are faster. Their camera qualities are better. Real, the the real tech dudes I know do not fuck with Apple, right? So, really? Yes. Because because the, the work isn't as good as the Android work, right? So, Steve Jobs, yes. He's, He's solving, also been dead for 10 years. I yeah. remember that. R.I.P. Steve. Yeah. So, exactly. And nobody, bro, I don't, bro, everybody is their own individual person, right? Steve might have had a couple of, he might have had a couple of mentees. 
He might have had a couple of students. He might have had a young bull that he felt like was him to the T. Johnny Ive. Sure, but he will never be Steve. So, So the point that I'm making here is that Android's work is undeniable. Yeah. So they're still around. They're still applying pressure. Windows, their work is undeniable. Still applying pressure. It's all around. Apple, on the other hand, like you said, understood the consumer. Understood that, yo, we're dealing with buttons. Let me throw in a touchpad. They understood, uh, yeah, on these Blackberries, we got a hundred fold. Let me just throw in the, the Apple home screen. It's all right in front of you. It's all boom, right in your face. Pow, pow. It's all done, right? So Steve, on one hand, understood, fuck the consumer. My work is so good, I'm going to get them, right? But now Android, on the other hand, said, yo, fuck the consumer. My work is so good that the real OG is going to fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? The real G is going to fuck Same with side me. of the same coin. Same side, side of the, of the same, same coin. Different yeah, yeah, side yeah, of yeah, the same yeah, coin yeah, is sorry. what I meant. Yes. It's the same coin, just a different side. Yes. Which makes you think now. How many different sides are there to life, right? How are there? How can I sit here and say to you, um, "Fuck the consumer"? My work is so good; you are always gonna bang with me. Since a jit, since I was young as shit, anything I did, you have always because I never give a fuck. It. It's always my work. But then on the other side, I just explained how, you know what I'm saying, or you explained how Apple just put out something that was an issue to people. And they just hopped on it. You know what I'm saying? Now, do I like Apple better? Yeah, bro. Because it's like I said, it's it's Apple. No, you You know what I'm saying? Here's an important point. You said the OGs, the tech guys, they like Android better. Yes. I I think it depends on the guy, but I bet a lot of them do. And I know some. I I actually know someone who do. So I agree with you. But we are, you and I, are we coders? Right? No, we're not. We're not. We're not. And guess what? More people than not are not. And more right. people than not, regardless of what we are, you're a fucking boss. I'm trying to be a boss here, like doing this thing, right? right? We're not a boss, and we wouldn't lie and say, yo, we're a boss in tech. We don't got to be a right? boss in exactly. tech, Exactly. Exactly. Right. So we are the consumer in that case, and that's okay. No, we're not. How are we not? No, we're not. Why would we be the consumer in tech? In that case, hell, we are using tech, bro. I don't even want to simplify it that much to that case. Let's talk in general, like in tech, like we're not consumers to this phone. I don't how sit, so? Because I don't sit on my phone and look at what other motherfuckers are doing and shit. I hop on my phone and I start calling up, bro. My no, dad. No, no, okay, okay, never, okay. Stop, stop. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yes, major you issue not, with Steve Jobs did you, actually. You are. We'll not, break that down. You are not. The point you're making for me is you use it as a utility. It's a utility. It's a tool. Yes. Yes. You are not looking at it for what's the code base on here or whatever. Who are we canceling today? (laughs) Fuck you. That's that's my point. So we are in that case, we are the consumer. We consume it to do business on it. We may be using it for better utility than the person who's fucking scrolling away all day. We could put a lot of perspectives. I feel I think you're just allergic to being the consumer, but that's okay. I'm allergic to it. I fucking hate it on that, bro. I'm going to call you on it when you are, though. But that's my point. Like, there's things about it that, like, Steve looked at it like, who is the average person, meaning not the average person, like, who's a nitwit, even if you include those. Who's the average person who's just, like, not working at Apple headquarters or fucking Google or Facebook every day? 
That's right. it. Right. That's all it was. Right. Right? And so that could be the smartest guy on planet Earth. And it could be the dumbest guy on planet Earth. If they're not working in tech as a coder. Bro, I agree. Yes. He yes. gave the good work. Yes. He got the results, man. He's fucking... You want to hear something funny about Steve Jobs, actually? Which I guarantee you nobody knows this shit. Because... Y'all are too busy watching fucking David Dobricks and shit. <laughs> so yeah, go laugh a little bit. So <laughs> my people know that Steve Jobs actually made more money off Disney than he did on Apple. Pixar, baby. Yes. There was more if I read something where his amount today would have been like three hundred billion in his stock yeah. that he had on that shit. Could you imagine that shit? I don't know what is what what Lorene has, his wife, Lorene Powell Jobs. But like she got a certain amount, and, yes. and to your point, he would have been. That's including like corporate stock grants that he didn't end up getting because he died. Yeah, he'd have been worth at least that. Bro, so somebody like Steve, right? It makes you think that was his passion, that was his vision. Do you but know what? Do what, you know? Do you know what? How he looked at himself, though. No, I don't actually. Tell me. You do. Tell me. You've read it. Tell me though. I want to know your opinion you, on did, it. Did he? It's not my opinion. It's how he looked at himself. Wasn't and I don't mean to cut you off, but it's important uh, for the point you're thing, making. Right. He didn't look him at himself as a tech guy creating great tech. He was an artist. Bro, that's something I want to say here. Do it. This whole Apple, this oldest shit. That was Steve getting his message out to the world, bro. Yes. That's exactly what we use music for. You know what I'm saying? All these things I'm saying to you, I express them through my artists. I express them through my art of business, the art of war, the laws of power. That's how you build a brand. That's how you become what you want to become. It's not about Apple. It's not about active records. It's not about Windows. It's not about none of this shit. It's about the message you have to put out to the world. Us as men, in my opinion, which I want to validate because there is what else are we here to do? Us as men are born to come onto this earth to create offspring, and to build, to just build, to create new things, right? So you got, you got, when in, in any of the hieroglyphics, in any of the ancient scriptures, where the fuck did we see school at? Where did we see that shit? We're here to build, bro. Why are, let's break down another thing here. School as, ha as they have it now, you mean? But school was always like this. When the fuck was it different? No, but I mean in the context of time, right? Maybe in like 1954, uh -huh. the way they have school right now would have been relative to the innovation and the abilities we had as humans. Where, And I mean that because guess what? School's not much different. I don't care what they tell you. It's not much different than it was in 1954 right now. And that's it's not It's not okay. at all. Except for the fact that we don't get beat with sticks and shit. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm exactly. saying? Which talk about jail, bro. <laughs> what so, is that? So we were talking on fucking phones with cords hung into the right. wall and moving a fucking dial like right. that. Well, that's that's what I want to say. And on, now we talk on an iPhone and yet school is the same. It's the Hell. Hell. And that's what I wanted to say. Why I'm not talking about my aunt, uncle, mom, dad, the generation on top of us, big brother, big cousin, whatever. I'm not talking on that because that that's serious. You know what I'm saying? That is, bro, they didn't have this, bro. I, I swear to bro, last time, last time I used like a laptop to conduct business, bro, like email, this, bro, was, I might have been, oh my God, dude, like 17, I want to say, like before I even realized that like, that people want to hear your voice. That's one. 
People want to hear your voice, right? So I don't blame. I'm not talking about no elders. They do their thing, bro. They bust their ass. They got. They do what they gotta do. This and that. You know what I'm saying? But for somebody in our generation, right, to fall victim to a cell phone, to fall victim to a laptop, to fall victim to a TV. Bro, you're a fucking nerd, bro. How are you falling victim to things that are supposed to make us, right? So you add something here, what right? What do you mean so make us? Let's 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 draw back to the early 2000s, to the the late 90s and sh- the late 1990s and shit, right? So look at the dot com, the bubble, the internet bubble, all this shit. Mark Cuban is a great example I always like to use, bro. The, the computer came out. Mark Cuban goes and gets some broadcast.com thing. It's mm-hmm. hot right now. He sells it for like $6 billion. It turns out to be the worst deal ever made in, in history. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Things like that. He, took, he was ahead of his time with that too. Right. But anyone can be ahead of their time. Like He took something that was given to you to watch Victoria's Secret fashion shows on the internet, which is what he did. But he said, fuck that shit. I'm, I'm going to build this and I'm going to broadcast the consumer shit. You know what I'm saying? So how could we take a phone, how could we take a laptop, a TV, and fall victim to it? That, I, think, I, I think don't... Escapism. Escapism. I, I, All I right, think, so let's I, talk about I, that. I think, I think people are so... You know what, actually? Mm-hmm. Th- this, is, this is even bigger than that. I think this is, this is a good place to inject this. Right. I think that in a world that has so much transparency to seeing how every fucking thing works, mm-hmm. that knowledge is freedom, but it's also a curse. And it's a curse in the sense that it has a constant reminder around us to detract from whether or not or to detract from our ability to feel a purpose. So like that could be anything from like the girl who sees the perfect Instagram model and assumes her body has to look exactly that way for her to have any self-worth all the way down to the guy who's working a great job that's making him a lot of money and maybe not according to your standards because of what how strongly you believe but to like a person who's happy and making a lot of money and getting his retirement fund and and has a great family and can pass down something that maybe his father couldn't pass down to him. Mm. Now he's looking at that job and saying like well wait that fucking guy's a billionaire doing this that's cool this isn't i don't feel like i'm doing anything here and the fact of the matter is even though we're talking like this and people all want like you guys like you and me want to chase something great the number of people who will actually succeed at that by percentages cannot be fucking 50 right there's there's going to be people who even try to do that and fail because they're not good enough it's the competition of society and so people are looking around and you saw this more than ever with the covid pandemic when people were at home they had time to go into their heads and think and and, and fucking sit fuck behind man. the keyboards and and look at everything that was happening and get angry and madder and madder and fucking get a comment off just to get pissed off and whatever and now people are like yo what is my purpose for being alive and i say this all in in a world where we are at we're at the precipice of it but we have not entered the full AI age yet, right? Like that hasn't fully happened yet. It can happen any day now. Like we're, we're there, right? But mm-hmm. it hasn't fully happened yet. People are already wondering this shit. It's tough, man. It's tough because people understand numbers and they get fucking – they get pushed down by them. Your attitude is fuck you. I'm going to go get it and I don't give a shit what the percentages are. I'll fucking figure it out. There are very few people who have the ability to cut through the bullshit and find a way to say, hey, win, lose, or fail. I'm going to go for it. You know where that came from? Two, Two places that came from for me. One, when I was 10 years old, I realized my name was Giorgios Caradonis. 
with that fucking name, bro, you better be doing something big. <laughs> I want to make that clear right what now. What do you mean you realize your name? Dude, when I realize, like, holy fucking shit, bro. This is my name. This yeah, is what I'm a representing. Badass it's a badass it's a name. name. One, look at what I'm representing, my last name. When you realize all these things, that's when that hits. And two, when I realized, bro, like, how, how are you not going to take that jump, bro? How are you not going to pivot to that? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that has to do with your surroundings. Okay, mm. with your surroundings, right? So I like the, mm, I like that. <laughs> Dude, but, uh, you nailed it. Yeah. So, so something I've always like talked about was the reason I'm so hard on my little brother, my little brother Benzie, who's literally going to be a global phenomenon one day. Okay. Dude, he's gotten a lot better too. Thank you. I gotta say that. Thank you. And that's another thing. Let's talk about foundation. How, how young Let, did he start, by the way? <sighs> Like he, dude, he started before me at like eight or nine, DJing and shit. No, but no, I mean like artist-wise, with a name out with a web. Seventeen, uh, yeah, seventeen, eighteen yeah. or something, right? And he's twenty now. So think about that's two, three years, bro. A lot of people are, you know, what I'm saying they're deluded. Oh, three years, fuck it, bro, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? But that's not our belief system. Anyway, I'm so hard on this shit because when I see my father. My father, 50-something years old, got his partner, went overseas, purchased the most historical soccer team in the country of Greece. What team? One Iraklis FC. 25, 30,000 people. What town is that? Thessaloniki. Wait, wait, wait. With Bauk, with Addis. Yeah, I was going to say, Bauk and Addis. What, yes. What's, what's if you the, there's look, a third if you one? look my father's name up on Google. There's a third will, one? Yes. You will see... Paparazzi pictures of my father on the beach. Paparazzi behind the fucking trees snapping him with the Addis owner, with the Balk owner, with shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he's with the enemy. He's with, of course he's with that. And he's trying to <laughs> one, bro. Okay. We're going to talk about this Nico's later, too. Not, Nico's definitely not happy about this. No, he's not. But he's at not. This, I'm, fuck it. But fuck, <laughs> it. fuck you, I don't Nico. Even, I can't even say anything bad about Iraklis. Hiliachronia Iraklis. Sagavoyladamu. I don't know what that means. I remember I, you I saying that, that since we were young. Now. I've been what saying that, that for ten fucking years. And I, I remember that exactly. <laughs> right, right. So break this down, though. I see my pops at fifty plus years old. Okay, who's a president of more federations and societies than I can even count. I haven't spoken a full two hours with this dude in ten years because he's so fucking busy that. That I seen him at 50 plus years old go overseas with his partner, beat out a fucking multi-billionaire from the Arab Emirates from Dubai <laughs> off of his speech. Bro, my father and his partner, bro, they do not have a billion dollars, bro. Neither does his partner, bro. No one's got a billion dollars. My father beat these Dubai motherfuckers, bro, on a deal to purchase this team, bro. Now, did they purchase another team? Who? The Dubai guys? No. They got kicked out back to their country, bro. This is our fucking shit. You're not coming in, Greece, in here and buying yeah. our shit. Yeah. This is Greek, bro. That's another thing, dude. There's that's nothing wrong with sticking to your culture. Yeah, it's a thing real. everywhere. But here in America, for some reason, people don't understand it. People get pissed at people sticking to their cultures and shit. I, I think, I th and actually, what? wait a second. Wait, I'm not talking white and black, by the no, way. No, 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 no. I'm talking no, about Greek, Italian, African American, I didn't think all this shit. These are all cultures. I didn't think you were th you were going there. Right. I'm s a lot of people Whoa. do, though, and that's bullshit, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to process for a second. Tell me. Because that went, the way you were explaining that, 
I did. It's hard for me to put into words. What my again. father went back to his country, said "fuck you" to a multi-billionaire team of motherfuckers trying to buy this team. That's what it was. Hold on. Yeah, that's what it was. You're saying because the context of that was in Greece. There's nothing wrong with like in your country, like yo, this is our soccer team. We're gonna keep it here, right? Like, like really, we're not gonna let outsiders come there in be and a do problem? it. But then there's a false equation with America. This is interesting. No, America's fucking stupid. No, 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 no. Hold on. This this is interesting. You say that about Greece. I agree with you too because Greece. How many people live in Greece? Like nine to, t- to eleven say, million. Yeah, it was like ten million was the number. Right. So right in the strike zone. It is a smaller country with a lot of pride. It's had a lot of problems too for uh, centuries. Enormous right? problem. That's because of America. We'll maybe, maybe, but side issue. Side won't disagree mm-hmm. with that. Side issue. China too. A lot of issues there. But you look at it now in America, way bigger country. Built upon all these countries, including Greece, of people who came here. The false equivalency that's like a little bit of hypocrisy, but I get it. And what you're saying is that in America, it's okay to be an American and be about that and be about the American dream and everything it offers you. I didn't say that. Hold on. No. The other side of it is what you said. It's okay to be like that because in a way you are following the American dream and what you're saying. I'm completing your sentences here. So afterwards, if you want to correct the record, correct the record. But on the other end of it, it's okay that also when you're here to remember where you came from and the other people who have that thing in common with you to be able to stick with them as family within the context of america that like that's what america is yes there's no such thing as an american bro there is but there's not america was created what fuck 300 something years ago couldn't you say that about any country though no technically no because what's 300 years to 3,000 years in the context of human life we could say we're all israelites we're all romans we're all fucking greeks excuse me we're all, we're all Africans. Julian, no, brother. No, bro. Where in the past? We have America, yeah. right? Santa, right here. That's 350 to 400 years old, right? So why all of a sudden is everybody pissed that the Greeks are staying with the Greeks, right? That, that the Italians are with the Italians. That the Chinese are with the Chinese. That the Africans are with the Africans. I'm Greek-American, right? The Africans are African-American. The Italians are Italian-American. Why is everybody pissed that now all of a sudden we're trying to stick with our cultures? That does not mean that we can't invite somebody to our culture. That does not mean that. And that by no means means that. But what I see in America is the real OG saying, not the issue. Bro, What like all that white shit. What you say earlier? What are they called? White, uh... White nationalists? Nationalists. Yeah. What the fuck is well, they're, that? They're what the it. fuck they're, is yeah, that? They're, they're, bro, they're, you're in a country that welcomed that this is the American dream. Bro, fuck all that shit. I'm not even, I don't want to fuck that the shit. conversation. Right, I don't even want to talk about that shit. What I'm saying is that our culture is our family, bro. I will never fuck another Greek, bro. We'll never fuck them. Pause. I like that little lucky game. He paused. I misunderstood but, for a second. Right. I know. That sounded <laughs> yeah. funny, bro. But that's why I said pause. Fuck but over another group. Fuck. Sure. Yeah, yes. Sure. But what I'm saying with that is, bro, this is where I come from, bro. I got people in my country that need help. I got people in my country that through this pandemic were broker than anything. Greece doesn't have money, bro. I know music artists. Restrictions there were insane. Bro, I was there for a year during the prime of the pandemic, bro. Did you have to text the government to leave your house? Yes, but you know what I said? Fuck you. You think I'm going to text you to leave my house? Did you get fined? No. You know why? Why? I don't give a fuck. 
because I'm an American citizen. Or because you didn't get caught. No, of course I got caught. Everybody gets caught. On every corner, they're there. How'd but you I had to fine? make Find me. Find me. I live in America. Am I going to court? No. So they just walked away? They walk away, bro. It's like, bro. The point I'm trying to make with that, too, is that you can't. How could you call somebody daddy for something that doesn't make sense? Yeah. Why the fuck am I texting you to leave my house? How? We're programmed from legit to fall into these traps. What else? Bro, there's three types of people in this world. You said four. I'm going to stick to my three. That's all I know for at the moment. Then we'll break down the third one because you said it breaks into two. But the one that doesn't know, which I would say is 90% of the people, the one that knows and does, which is 1%, yeah. and the one that knows but doesn't do, which we could say is probably 10%. And that's 10%. the one I broke into two, but yeah. That's the one you broke into two. But what I say by knows and doesn't know, I'm talking deeper than knows and doesn't know. And I'm sure you understand what I'm trying to say here. No. Expand maybe I will after you say it. <sighs> somebody that thinks they know, okay, in my eyes, is somebody that does shit, they do things that aren't directly correlated to the biggest dream. Who is the richest man on earth? I don't know, but just say he's well, got twenty I, billion. I don't think I don't think anyone knows because it's a Saudi. It's over with some oil. Exactly. Thinking that, thinking that he looks, he's looking at that Forbes list, going, "That's nice." Right, right. Yeah, he's fucking us he, right now. As he's shit. as if they knew. <laughs> <laughs> right, I agree with that. But, and that's yeah, another I, thing I that gave, bothers I gave me. that look by the way because I realized that was a different list. I thought you were doing the same list as earlier. What list? That was a dip, the list we were doing with people who want it but don't want it or what? It, like we're getting complicated. In a way, but right, no. Right. In but a way, this, but no. Yeah, this is, I, that's why I was like, oh shit, I misunderstood what you were saying. You're yes. talking about like, and you may have even said this earlier with another cunt. There's been a lot today. There's been a lot. Today. Right. You're keeping me But honest. that's what I do, bro. But I yeah, got to break yeah, it the yeah. fuck down yeah, for everybody because people but, can, you can rewind this. Keep going because so, you said people who know but don't know. Yeah. Think by know. people that I know, I mean, are you cracking the fucking matrix? Do you realize, listen to what I'm talking about here. You can hear it like, dude, like I'm looking at like, it's funny, but I'm looking at like Elon and shit, blowing a blunt down and shit. Yo, like that's Elon, funny. Elon, Elon, Elon. We yeah, got three of them. That's hilarious to me. Like, like Elon's a no matrix. Elon's going to Mars. Elon doesn't care what you say. Yes. Elon has his company. He's smoked a blunt with Joe Rogan. He lost 10% of his stock price. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Look at it. It's right back up this past summer, which I bet you nobody knows. They did a split. What happened after the split? It still tripled. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot, there's a lot to go in depth with. I doubt we can get it all done here in this segment. In the segment, sorry. So I would like to keep it going another time. But let's keep this pushing right now keep with going. what I'm speaking about. Keep going. So so what I'm saying is by if you know or don't know, I'm not saying like you literally like, oh yeah, dude, I want to get rich, bro. I got this idea, blah, 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 blah. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about knowing and not knowing the way I'm saying it right now, bro. The way, are you an OG? Are you a boss? Or are you a, a young bull? Are you a consumer? Are you a fucking punk? Are you someone who cancels people? Are you someone who just chatty patties all fucking day? That's what I mean by know and don't know. You know what I mean? The no isn't... Um, oh yeah, I made it a little bit, so I know. Like I know I want to get on. I know blah blah blah. That's not what I mean by no. It's deeper than that. Do you know the laws? You know, do you know the values of a true OG, 
of someone who runs the world, of a, of an Elon, of a, of a Steve, you know, of a Dame. You feel me? Of a Master P. Do they really? Of, do they, hold on though. Right. And this is a compliment to all those guys. Right. Tell me. They're themselves. Exactly. They're all those people you just need. I think I, I I'd have to list. That was a, that was a list of six people. Are you proving they, my point they, here? They're all. They all stayed the rebel. Yes. You're proving my point majorly here. The point is that these dudes were the rebel and stayed the rebel from age five plus. Before five, you don't know if, you don't know if you got if you're a girl or not. You know what I'm saying? You have no idea before five. I don't remember anything. You know what I mean? I thought I was going to be the next Allen Iverson. Really? I did. Uh, for some reason, well, dude. I know this sounds funny, guys, but I haven't seen Julian in a couple years. Like, bro, I, I remember you fucking with AI a lot. I remember oh, you wearing his jersey. I remember yeah. you representing the dude. I remember all that. And also on top of that is when you become, I'm sure you can attest to this, when you understand, when you know, when you see, the see and understand that I'm talking about, there ain't none of that bullshit around, bro. You could sit there and tell me, yeah, I just talked to AI. Yeah, all right, you just talked yeah, to AI, okay. bro. Yeah, sounds good. I don't, either way, it don't fucking matter to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, so dudes that are out here talking like, bro, do you know, bro, you know how many times someone will run up on me, bro? Oh, what's up, brother? What's up, brother? I think I think the offhanded, like when someone's just saying what's up and they're not trying to impress the people around them. Right. I think that's that's somewhat normal. Cool. Like, I, 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 cool. dude, there's people that I've never met in my life. I'm like, yo, what's up, bro? Like, it's not like it's not like, yo, what's I, up, brother? Bro is loose. No, no, no. we'll that, call bro no, a loose. Thing. That's what I mean. But even but the word bro shouldn't be thrown around. You're, like ta that. you're talking about, and I don't know, like. I see that as purely loose slang in that way. Maybe you see it differently, so we'll disagree with there. Right. You're talking about though when people let's give it let's give a visual example. We're in the Borgata. Cool. We go into Premier. My favorite place, by the way. Borgata. Yo, I fucking miss that place, man. Yes, I can't wait to go. Right, right. Fucking, like when I'm in AC, I tell people this. I'm like, we can't. What what, what what are we gonna do there? Like, no, no. Yeah, what are we going to Harris? No, we're not going to. I'm a fucking no, 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 G. No. I'm stepping we're, we're up seeing, in the Borgata, dog. We're seeing dog. Justin. Right. We're talking about, or do we want the table straight across from the act, or do we want the table like right on the diagonal? That the diagonal, the diagonal, or do we want the one right up by the DJ booth? <laughs> nah, like, we, we want to dap him up. Which, which which one do we want? I like the, I like the straight on. I, I like do, that too a lot yo, sometimes because they do eye you up. The, you say yeah, dog, yeah. The levitated straight. Right, everybody got their hands up. Oh, like, yeah, man, bro. you're bringing I me. I respect that. You're bringing me my right before, <laughs> right. not right before, almost, but like a few months before Corona, Labor Day, September. We got a table. It was my friend's birthday, and so I was like, yo, she was asking which club we were going to go to. I'm like, there, there's only one club. And uh, like, we're, we're going to premiere. And she's like, okay. And she's like, oh, two chains is playing. I don't know if we can go there. I'm like, now we're definitely going. There. Definitely going. Right. Yeah. So we get Nico and me know the the guy Justin. Nico knows him a lot better. Okay. Nico's like boys with him now. Justin knows me because of, of Nico. I don't know his last name. He's the long haired guy who works the front of Premiere. Like run. He's like the manager. Cool. Right. Cool. But he, I call him up. I'm like, yo, can we? Um, can we do a table for two changes? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, we got to do a good one. We get that fucking levitated one. Not the one right next to the DJ booth, which, by the way, was double the price. Yes, Let's be clear. always. All but right. the one straight across, like eyes Literally, on. Literally, like straight ahead. Eyes on. So, to like, him. you're standing on the top where you can sit and you're yeah. just staring at Holding up. Saying, and, yo, Nico came too, by the way. Yes. He ended up coming to that. We had fucking bottles, like, hanging up. Right. And. and Two chains that night was like way too high, but his DJ that he brought was, I swear to God, dude, best DJ I have ever he heard. He was on you all night. The whole night, he's like, yo, this is my fucking 
motherfuckers are crazy. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know why we got. To, I just got in my pre-COVID feels there. But yeah, like you got to do it right with that shit. I have no idea what we're talking. We about, were talking about it. loosely throwing around the word. Right, that's brother. what it was. So we what, were also so, speaking so what, on. So what I was saying is, if it, let's say you have a bullshit table, whatever. Right, you got a table, right? Maybe you spent money you don't have, but you got a table at right. Premier. And another Which guy. Anyone in the club's a fuckboy unless right. you're celebrating. But okay, fair. Okay. Fair, agree okay. with that. I've actually never been there for a non-birthday or like non-birthday, an achievement, yeah. A, yeah, exactly. a trend to fire up. So if it, we might as well exactly. go fuck it up tonight, you yeah, know what was, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There, there was always something related to it, but right. interesting. But you know, you could have a table, and then I got a table. Let's say I'm legit, and you're not. You're Joe Blow. I'm fucking Joe Not Blow. Like. If you come up to my table in front of everyone who's there and bring a couple of your little drag-alongs with you to act like you're important and you're wearing some fucking, you know, fake suit out of nothing. And that's Punched not a fake suit mitt. right there, by the way. It's Tommy but- Hill. It's Tommy Hill right here. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, you're wearing something you got at the Goodwill store and right. trying to make it look good and whatever to impress somebody. And you're coming up like, yo, bro, you remember me? What's up? Yeah, how, how are you, fam? Or something. That's when it's bullshit. You're a fucking turd. That's when it's bullshit. The fuck you talking to this dude yeah. fam for, bro? Who the fuck is this guy? You know people, what I'm saying? Yeah, people throw that. Around. What is all that? Yeah, but this is something. Don't don't look away for this. One, I'm not, this I'm is not, something I'm I not. really want to focus on. Is I'm not. Too many people don't believe in themselves enough to find satisfaction in claiming the relationship with others. Like mm. I know a lot of people in the music industry at my age, right? Who are from Philadelphia? Who are from New York? Who are from New Jersey? Who go to certain certain places and certain positions and have to claim me or someone they know to try to fit in. And then I'll have somebody, bro, this is real life shit. And then I'll have somebody call me and be like, yo, bro, what's his name was here saying you are fucking boys. I know he's capping. And I'll say, who said that? And because me and my dogs, me and my OGs, we're not fucking chatty patties. Don't tell me the name straight up. What's his name was here? Claiming he knows you. Talking to all these G's, bro. That he knows you and that ha ha When this dude's a fuckboy, bro. <laughs> I haven't done a single business fucking venture with you in... Honestly, never. The dude I'm specifically thinking of. Never. So why are you out here claiming people's names for respect? You're just insecure? You don't have enough... You don't have enough... Let's say enough power, enough understanding of the laws of war. All right, so fuck all that. The two most important things to me that will eliminate people doing that, that will eliminate you calling fake bros and fake brothers and fake families, that will eliminate you from being a fuckboy from a consumer, is is pick up some information on laws of power. You know, pick up some laws, information laws on power? arts of war. You know, laws do, of, go back to laws of power. Laws of power. What is that? Laws of Power. Pick up the book and read. You know what I'm Never saying? Read that. I'm not speaking on that shit here. Right, Art of War. How do people win wars? Read the Art of War. Look into people like Machiavelli, Napoleon, yeah, all these. Napoleon was four fucking foot. I love that you said Machiavelli, by the right. way. Right. Well, that's. Shout out, Pop. Yeah, <laughs> right. Bro. It, it's it just how, like, all right, bro, right there. Like, you're giving me, I'll say something. You look around and, ah, look, him. Boom. Oh, yeah, him. Boom. Good example. Bro, we have all these examples in front of us, but yous are following the fuck boys. Yeah. How are yous fuck like? Because dude, fu- I'm just I'm, I'm a boy, mad young boy. The, honestly, the, I'm not the even fuck a mad boys, <laughs> the fuck boys show them a life that they want that may and very often isn't real. 
may not be and very often is not real and yet they expect that they're going to have that thing and like no th- th- this is interesting too because you're in you're in an interesting industry where you have to show power right you're also in an industry where a lot of people not necessarily I'm going to pick more on another side of the business here that you're not in, but let's use it as an example because mm-hmm. it's important. A lot of people who are in personal management, meaning like outside the labels and stuff, the labels are a separate thing and there's plenty of issues there. You're talking but, just managers that yep. manage independent artists that are yep. just running around out here? Or no, regular signed artists and shit. Like, that like, are just managing Yeah, them. yeah. Like um, They're the, never label guys. Yeah, so yeah, they're just yeah, the, they're the yeah. personal family guys they're, that and, are and it part could of be, your family. Be artists, yep. could be athletes. Right. There is a heavy coefficient of scumbaggery in that industry of people who are they're leeches they're fucking rats right, they fucking right. hang on to star fuckers right. they want and and they tell them everything and then they latch on they yep. leech off they suck off the blood and they get all the money and they don't give a fuck keep about going, you they only, they only care about your star power and whatever right. when you see people like that they give a bad name to every apple in the basket right mm-hmm. and actually it might work out for you because enough people who are in the know who are in it who actually right. pay your bills will know that so it works out right. and you're a guy who doesn't care about opinions so you probably wouldn't give a fuck but I'm saying in the of public opinion people will still question things what is public opinion and, and what is that and can that's you, wait can you explain that to me what public opinion is God, what does that mean such a good question what the fuck is public opinion <laughs> why if i tell you join get a uh, join take off the hat bro yeah. i don't fuck with it what are you gonna take it off bro yeah. no what the fuck is public opinion bro people i don't mean to like toot our own horn here uh-huh. but People like you and me who have demonstrated public abilities, like demonstrated with evidence to not really give a fuck, are rare these days. Of course. And so- They shouldn't be though. And in the context of business, it can cost some people, including people like us who are like that because the masses are- trained to think what the mass is supposed to think. And so they put- this is getting deep, but they, they put an attitude on something that doesn't really exist and they hate on success. They hate on things, right? So when you see industries that have a level of scumbaggery, and it's true, yes. like when I'm talking about personal management, which right. again is it, it's a little bit of a left turn from what you're what what you're building here, but right. it's in the same, you know, it's a cousin of what you're doing, right? There and I've seen examples of this, man. Of course. You want to talk about people who walk up to tables and act like they know everyone? Find someone in that industry. My, one of my closest friends, my fucking brother, Chaz Servino, is in that industry. He's one of the best people I've ever known in my life. And the thing about the athletes and influencers that he's worked with is they're always stunned that he exists, which is very sad. Right. Because he, he genuinely is like the sweetest person of all time. He doesn't know how to be a dick. Right. Which people who played against him in high school and college and football would not believe, but that's the thing. Like, I've he, looked into him yo, a little bit. Yo, I see what he, you're saying. Dude, I respect that. He was dude, a Charles. dog. Yeah. Like, but he's like, yo, we don't talk about that. Right. Like, I, something happened between the lines. Right. He lives his life to like never be like that. Right. Yeah. But he still has to work past that mo when he's developing relationships with people because they assume. And they go, oh, wait, it's this industry. He's going to be like that. Because everyone he's competing against is fucking like that. Yes. And we've seen it even in business that he's lost before, like where someone else gets it. He ends up getting that business or having the guy come back like, yo, I'm sorry, man. I fucked up. That guy's an asshole. Because yes. they – one example I'm thinking of, they, they burned a bridge with somebody, pretty powerful guy, mm. very powerful guy, mm. who had a nice, nice table with some important people at a very big Super Bowl party a couple years ago in Miami. And they walked up to the table. This is six months after burning the bridge, going, "Yo, we know so and so." 
that that type of guy, manager with the with the players, with the players he manages. Yo, we know so and so. He'll let us here. And then so and so happened to walk up. So I'm sorry. Did you just say you know me? You, right. Get the fuck away from. You know what I mean? Right. People are like that, bro. Because you need to see something with that, bro. It's everything I do every day is to build my reputation. Yes, that's my business, bro. So when you got dudes that you're saying certain industries require this, certain it, no, bro. You are your industry. You are your boss. You, as an OG, as a boss yourself, no matter what industry you go to, people know you for you. Not, oh, you see, that's something that I want to dismiss as well. I want to dismiss all that shit is... Bro, you got dudes, like you said, who they'll hop into the... Bro, you, right? I've known you. You've talked forever. Since I was a little kid, I just remember you being the best talker, man. <laughs> you could just speak. You're just conversationalist. You know what I'm saying? That Thank is you. something so rare nowadays, bro. Of course, bro. I like to think I listen pretty good, too. That's oh, one of the best. On. One of the best, right. bro. Seriously, one of the best, You mean bro. that? Do I mean that, bro? You're on episode 51, bro. You're on episode 50, 51. 52. Am I 52? You're 52. Ah, bro. I shall be 50. I shall be the start of the new the new year. You know? Sorry, <laughs> Fuck it, bro. But Nico got that. Shout out to Nico, that's a bro. Good that is place. a yeah, bro. Honestly, place. I'm Man, grateful cheers. and I'm honored to be after Nico. So thank you. And I'm grateful and honored to be after guys like Riley, guys like Anthony Finu, guys like Giovanni <laughs> Gusson, who feel the same way as me. Not to the T, but I could say that I feel the same way as them, actually. I won't speak on them. Giovanni so, just laughed his ass off and went, no, he still gets it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Go fucking Giovanni dude, was like, man. wait. Oh, no, he's right. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere else with that. No, no. But um, music is my outlet to give my message. It's something I'm in love with, you know? My brother, for an example, like he is, he is going to be a global phenom. Yo, can I, bro. can I, can I play that cut? Yeah, for sure, play this, bro. I uh, want everybody yeah. to hear this, bro. This is some unreleased work we have right here. This is the next track we're coming out with. We All just right. did the collaboration with Madhouse Records in Greece, one of the biggest labels in Greece right now. We oh, dropped the track on their album. We're running that up. That's it, like on 20- what album? On their album, they just dropped. So Madhouse Records did a they did a a a joint album where it's all their producers, and they put artists on there that they want to sign. Mm. So they put upcoming artists. So we just dropped that. We're up there in the leaderboards. We're gonna run that up because that's what we do. So on top of that, this is the next single we're dropping. We're shooting all this shit in Greece this summer. We're going in one month in July. So I want you all to hear this. This is a global fucking... This is an example of an artist who thinks outside of the box. Thinks outside of the box. How so? Through through knowledge, man. Through research. Through through self-opinion. If you hear any of my brother's shit... Bro, it is literally how he's feeling in his moment. The like, lyrics. Yes, I know that's very like stereotypical. It's mm-hmm. the, it is. But bro, that's cap, bro. I don't give a fuck who, bro. Anyone, bro. Everyone shits cap, bro. What, what's what, what's what's like? What's has, cap has, to me? No, 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 not that. I want to know. Like, has his process changed bro. over the years? Like his creative process? Never. Bro, this is just what he does. My brother has songs on YouTube. How does he make a song? Like what? What drives it? Like so, what drives it is uh, okay. He put out a track uh, on that album called "Fell in Love." I fell in love. I fell in love with the drugs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm feeling stuck, and you ain't there to pick me up. You feel me? Mm. 
dude, originally, bro, someone might hear that. Oh, wow, this dude's a fucking crowd. You know what I'm saying? Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. Bro, I'm listening to that shit. I'm saying, damn, bro. These past couple months, I've been so invested in myself. I've been so invested in, in bringing us up together. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just bringing us up. But I forgot to invest my time in my brother, bro. You know what I'm saying? I forgot to put my all into my little bro. I've been so focused on our mm. future that I forgot our present. Because he's talking about his present problems. and Right, bro. And I'm now realizing to myself, damn, bro. My little bro put that track out because he's Hold feeling on, I like I ain't. This. I want to stay with this. Keep yeah, going. he's feeling like I ain't there with him. You know what I'm saying? He's feeling like, damn, bro, this little jail. Yo, what's he? You know what I'm saying? Because as a young bull, when you, bro, all right, fuck a young, as an OG, when you, bro, when you put the smallest bit of effort into someone and it's your family and you build them up to a certain point, and don't get me wrong, bro, my brother's a fucking fanat, bro, just a superstar, bro. He could have got there on his own. I just pushed it way faster than he would have got there on his own. So when you do that for somebody and you He's build still not him, there, though, yet. He's even, getting there. Bro, he... Dude, like, you see? So the getting there... Explain to me what getting there is to you. What do you mean by getting there? You're not Drake. You're not The Weeknd. Nice. You're not... Hold on, hold on. I'll, yeah. keep, I'll keep going. You're not... I, I won't even use names. You're not a guy who has let's say, seven-figure fans around the world and is fully self-sufficient as an artist. You are the level... There's like two or three levels that exist below that where you have some legitimacy in different and varying opinions, right. and he's in one of those three levels. We could set... We could... All right, let's just put the cap on it there just for today's purpose, for the pot. But like getting there to me is is... Is my brother's children? My, I, I'm watching my brother's grandchildren, his grandchildren. You know what I'm saying? I'm watching them put on for the world, bro. I'm watching yeah, them do what they want to do. That, his yeah, grandchildren, yes, yes. not because, his children, his grandchildren. Because of the self sufficiency that he created within the family. And by the way, yes. that unlocks a whole nother thing, right? Which is a very common quote. I think who said this originally? I'm gonna definitely get this wrong. But I want to say it was like Teddy Roosevelt said this, but it oh, was bro, like I don't know about the, the son, the, the, the son of, a, of a very rich man is often never a real rich man or something like, you know what I mean? I believe it. I, I see where he's going with it. That's an interesting thing about generational wealth. Right. Because, and, and by the way, also what's interesting is like your dad, for example, came here and worked his way into that as yes. you were growing up. Yes. You didn't he'll... grow up with a fucking gold spoon in your mouth. No, I didn't have to jump off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Oh, with the gold. Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's talk. You didn't well, worry about, about that. You didn't have to worry about meals at all. Like he had, he had, he had done well for himself. Right. But it, you weren't a fucking trust fund baby when you were born. No. There are people in this world and you could, if you were born now, you could be. Right. There were people in this world who uh, were there are a lot of people in this world who are born into that and it is very hard that is an environment thing it is very hard to instill that in an environment where you then become self-sufficient and want to grow we, yeah, we, we didn't play that we didn't play that no hold on. oh dude run that let's, up bro let's, let's run that, that up shit. bro i can't believe that all right here we go Do I 
Thanks for coming in, my dude. You already know. Right. Yes, sir. Everybody else, you know what it is. Pause. Give it a thumbs up. You feel me? I wasn't gonna say that, yeah, but yeah, yeah. give it a thought. <laughs> Get back to me. Sir. Sure.